Ho, ho, holy shit! The holidays are already here. What are we going to do? Well, your friends here at HMG have just the idea for you. Put together the ultimate HMG Russo brand holiday gift basket this year for the wrestling fan on your list. Every wrestling fan would love to open up a present with great merchandise from all of our sponsors. Get the limited edition Russo Bro Coffee from thebrosters.com and bam! Bam! You can spice up your holiday with ODB's official barbecue sauce available now at odbsmeetandgreet.com. That's O-D-B-S, meet, M-E-A-T, and greet, G-R-E-E-T.com. And when you're cooking your favorite holiday dishes, make sure to use Zordos olive oil. For the best-tasting, ultra-premium, great olive oil on the market, go to ZordosOliveOil.com. Make a fantastic gift basket for the foodie and wrestling fan on your list. Wear your Ben Hameen gear when you want to trigger Aunt Karen at the dinner table this year. It's Heels Over Strong all holiday long when you support all of our great HMG sponsors. Make sure to get the perfect gift for yourself and subscribe to ChannelAttitude.com today so you can get all of your favorite Hami Media Group shows and support independent media and content creators in the new year. Your law. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Boom! We're back after a break. You know, listen, you know, the Commodore here got sick. Commodore take care of some stuff, you know, take care of some personal stuff that was going on. But we're back with the Academy. Well, we're going to talk Star Trek, but but because we got Christmas coming up, me and John decided that we should do a show where we talk, where we do talk Star Trek, but then we do talk about other things that interest us. You know, you know, sort of, sort of like what we talk about before we record Star Trek, we, we talk about everything. So we're going to talk about everything. We're going to do a little Star Trek, too. It's going to be a little catching up because me and John haven't talked to each other. But as I say his name, he is here live with me, the sinister minister, the big man, the man from Texas. He co-hosts the Smack Attack with James Money MacGyver, which I feel bad. Well, actually, you know what? SmackDown's got a lot better because of Tony Storm's ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, Tony Storm. She yeah, she's my 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 all time. He is also he also does co-hosting with Michael Jargo when he, when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling. The only Japanese pro wrestling I watch is the female Japanese wrestling because the female Japanese wrestlers are hot. It's, like, it's, 
I'll get all the chauvinism out in in the open. <laughs> just get it out. Just Dude, gotta, yeah. just gotta get it out. Yeah. Just gotta get it out. If my girlfriend was listening right now, she'd be like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by my friend, Big John Enright. John, what's going on, John? Oh my God, Triple D, I have missed you so much. Oh, Jesus God, Christ, you, you know. John. Oh man, yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I you you have to know, even though we haven't talked in a while, this man goes and does just some of the he just does some of the just craziest bullshit i get a package at my house damn no right you did. no well i mean i have a package damn i mean that's what the women like but uh i show up one day there's a package at my house no information on it whatsoever and a fucking defiant <laughs> you know uh, ornament in the box and i have to go Surely this is triple D, but you know, there are some friends who are lady friends that Christmas is coming. So yeah. I double check before I go to triple D because I'm like, eh, you know, that's <laughs> probably him. But so it ends up, yes, triple D sent me a fucking defiant <laughs> ornament to go on my tree, which I haven't bought a tree yet to put my ornaments on uh, because I'm not going to be home this year much for Christmas. So it's like, why put a when you, when you, when, when you buy a tree, you've got, you got the enterprise tree topper. And you got the defiance. And so I've got the go. defiance. So, <laughs> so, you're, go. so you're good to go. I'm fucking set. So, <laughs> you know, so we're we're good on that. So, yes, because, you know, he's done random shit like that and sending me books, you know, and all that fun stuff. So oh, yeah, it's good to have a friend like Triple D, which, by the way, I haven't, I didn't talk to you about this, but I'm going to, pl- I have made a decision 2022 Okay. I'm come up to communist New York to. Oh my! Are you going to come up to communism? Yes, I'm going to find. Oh some, so this summer, where I'm going to find, I'm going to plan a trip. Where I'm going to come up to you, okay. and you and I are going to take a roadie to Ticonderoga, and we're <laughs> going to go to fucking check out the the Star Dude, Trek. I'm set. down, man. I am down for that. So I mean, I will. You and I will get together. I'm putting it on the air because 2022. That's what I'm doing. That's one of my things is we I can... want to go to upstate New York, <laughs> fucking have fun, you know, go egg Ben Hameen's house. Um, oh, yeah. He might he, he might come out with a shotgun. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've got a good arm and I can run fast. <laughs> and then, uh, you know. Oh, shit. Oh. She got my phone. We're already just having so much fun. I know. I, really, I, I, I dropped my phone. Yeah. And then just run around uh, upstate New York and have a shit good time and go to Ticonderoga yeah. and check out the set. And give a maybe even do a live, you know, from after the after the uh go checking it out, do a live podcast of Hell what yeah. our reactions are. So, you know, uh so I'm telling everybody now so they hear it, so then they can be like, <laughs> Hey, have y'all planned your trip for you know have y'all, have y'all planned your trip? Yeah, so oh my god, we should so, yeah. we should we should get big, big, big ray to come up too. Dude, yes, that would he be totally would he awesome. would he would he would have a lot of fun there. Yes, which by the way, I believe you also sent him a yes, I did. card I sent uh, him. tree ornament, which he was yeah. just over the moon over. He 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 loved it. I was like, Oh yeah. I mean it was it was something I, I was on Amazon and I when, when I was looking at the Star Trek ornaments, I saw the Picard Picard and Defy were like like the Picard was here, the Defiant was underneath. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, well, you know what? L- let me let me send this to Big Ray because I got Big Ray's address saved on my Amazon when I, when I helped him out that one year when he when he lost his job, right? So I said, let me. I said it's just something small. Let me send it to him. And I, yeah, he he loved it. I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and and it gives me joy to see people being happy. You know, when I can mm. give them something. You know, so that's, yeah. To, to, to me, Christmas is more about giving than than receiving. Yeah. And that's the reason why I've been bitching at my sister. I'm like, what the hell is wrong? 
tell me what you want for Christmas. And she's like, I don't want nothing. I'm not nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing. And I, she goes, I want a helicopter ride. So I'm looking, I'm ready to book her a helicopter ride to like go over New York city and everything. And she's like, uh -huh. no, 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 no. I'll do it. So I'm, I'm probably going to give her money. Like here, here's, here's some money. Go buy what you want to buy right. because you won't tell me what you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I so, hate I hate that when people it's like, look, just let me give that's you that's my sister. That's let that's, me give you that sense of joy of and I mean I I'm that way too. I so I don't know if you know anything about the five love languages, you know. Uh there's a book called The Five Love Languages, the mm -hmm. things that like how you like to show love, you know. So mm -hmm. like for me, I'm like gift giving, either receiving or giving gifts is actually like zero for me. Like I'm not wow. you know, like because like for me, I'm more about physical touch, encouraging mm -hmm. words, spending time, you know, and though the 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 those two interact like flip-flop. So sometimes yeah. it's more I want quality time than encouraging words and vice versa. And then acts of service is like 10% and then I scored a zero on giving gifts because like I don't mind giving gifts to people. I like giving gifts to people, especially if mm -hmm. that's their receiving. But if you give me a gift, like I like it and I'll be accepting of it, but I also always feel kind of awkward because it's like not my it's not my love language so it's like i feel like okay thank you but i don't deserve this you know it's more of that deserving oh, kind of thing i know i know it's weird but like so like when you send me stuff i'm like dude this is so fucking cool but like i was like <laughs> oh man like i like what i do deserve this kind of that's in my head because 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 you've been a good friend and you've listened well to all my bs throughout the year throughout the two years yeah. and you've helped me and you've helped me out so much john so well, you know why you know, and I appreciate that. It's just, and I mean, it's not that I'm not accepting of those things. It's just hard because that's, that's, I feel like that's my goal. My goal is to serve and help other people. And so yeah. getting a gift for, you know, when you do something like that, it, it feels like that's not why I do it. Like, it's not why yeah. I do the things I do. I do it because I want to genuinely help people and not that I'm looking for, you know, a gift or anything along those lines. And so that's, I guess that's my mindset on it, but. You know, I mean, dude, it doesn't mean that fucking defiant is going to go mean on my tree somewhere and be very prominent on my tree. You know, of course it's going to go be prominent on your tree. Yeah, defiant, whenever I define it, whenever I buy a tree and set it up, you know. Yeah. But like, no, it's like we got it, and Jacob was looking at us. He goes, Pop, he because he looks at it. He says, "There's a like you could take your one of your light plugs out and plug the defiant yeah. into your light yeah. switch, and so the the ship lights up." I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, that's fucking cool, right?" Yeah, there. it is. Yeah. Like, that is dope that you can yeah, do that's, that. Yeah, that, that's with a lot of the little older uh, keepsake ornaments. You, right. you take uh, one of your tree lights and you plug it in. The uh, the uh, the newer ones, like like the one with the Enterprise, mm -hmm. you have the the they have like the power cord for the other for the other ornaments to like sync it up. Right. So which did they release Chekhov? Which I did see they released the the Chekhov. Right. I, I think my sister is getting that one for me for for Christmas. Gotcha. If she doesn't. I'll just buy it after Christmas where right. I get a deal on it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, but to, to me, it's like with the Spock one, you're just like, damn, we need, we need bones and we need, uh, Scotty. Yeah. Which are next off. year. Yeah. Those which, are, yeah. Which are going to be next year. Yeah. Yeah. The, those two, two are next year. I think yeah. they said Q2 and then Q3, end of Q3, Q4 is when they're releasing those other two. So, so for the full set. Yeah. So, so now, so here's my question. After the release, the mirror, mirror, mm -hmm. what's going to be the next one? Ooh, that's a good question. Because here's the thing you need a ship, you know, you need a tree topper of some sort well, of ship. I mean, are know? they going to, are they going to keep the original tree topper? 
and go. Oh, that's a good and, question. And, and maybe go with another original series episode. You could. You could. I. Oh, what if you have the original Tree Topper, but then you you have the episode with DS Nine, so you have like Cisco and oh, those guys. Yeah, that would. You that, know, would that would be good. That would be good because you same Enterprise yeah, or. You have a tree topper that's DS9, and you have the characters from DS9. Yeah, that you can release that way too. Yeah, I mean, you you have you have defying tree topper. You could have a defiant. You could have a you DS9. Have a defiant tree topper, and then you yeah. have the characters from DS9. Yeah, just 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 could you imagine how many ornaments that would be? If you could, you got Cisco, Quark, Odo, Rom, Worf, Kira, Worf. Jadzia Dax, Jadzia Dax, Bashir, Bashir, O'Brien. That's like nine or ten ornaments. Yeah, I know. You dude. can you can milk that cow for to the cow's own baby. Exactly. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, listen. Hallmark ain't stupid, man. Hallmark. No. Hallmark's keep on collecting those those Benjamins from everybody for those all for those Star Trek ornaments. Yeah. And they got me. They got they. They literally. It's 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 like it's like a drug thing. Yeah. They got the fucking needle in my arm, okay? Yeah. It's, you're it's, you're paying for their goddamn movie chain. I am God paying for their it. goddamn movie shit. God damn it. I am paying. Speaking, speaking, speaking of bullshit, what is the shit I hear with like <laughs> Paramount Plus and Netflix? There's, oh, there's, like, there's like there's there's some fucking heat there. Yeah, there's some shade no. being thrown. It what, got what, nasty. what is up with that, John? Okay, well, so in case you guys didn't know, of course, uh, Discovery released about you know, four weeks ago, five weeks ago. And right before they released the first episode, uh, Paramount decided to pull their, their Netflix uh, partnership. And Ooh. so in that, in that process, um, it left a hundred and I think a hundred and something uh, uh, countries without access to discovery because That's everything went out to Paramount plus, which dropped it down to something like 40 channel or 40 countries. Um, I, I, I still don't get that. It's like, why are you making more money in those 40 countries off of discovery? Or are you just, are you just doing to be spiteful because you're saying fuck Netflix? Right. Well, I think it's because they want to really, so here's the thing. Um, so the idea was that uh, it, they want to really push the Discovery Paramount Plus streaming service, which, by the way, um, Halo, the Master Chief series, is coming. The live action Halo series is coming. Live Paramount action Plus. Halo series? Live action with Master Chief. Dude, Damn. And it fucking looks amazing. That's and so sell. Yeah, that's I mean, I'm... I'm that's, buying Paramount Plus in January for that reason. I mean, that's one of the reasons. I, 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 really thought, you, I thought you have Paramount Plus when you get $4.99. No, I'm because I'm basically what I'm part of what I'm doing next week since I have a week off next week is looking at my budget. And that's one of the things that I'm looking that's, at is, yeah. you know, um, okay, streaming yeah. services, what do I want? What am I paying for? Kind of thing gotta, to, to make my budget work and knowing that starting in the I gotta year, do that. I here I, you I, go. I got I gotta do that because I got my, yeah. my my streaming service I have. I've got stardom for 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 the uh, female Japanese wrestling, right? Which actually, stardom that's that's where I first learned about Io Shirai and mm -hmm. Kari Hojo, and you know, I right. was so so now so now what's going on? Did uh, what's what's her name? Uh, wannabe? Did she be she she joined uh, the heel stable now? It looks like it. I She's mean, bad. Yes. Her Starlight Kid. 
Konami, which Konami's got the best ass in no. all female Japanese wrestling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, damn, that's a that's a damn good that's a damn good stable. Yeah, it that, really that, is. That is a damn good stable now. I mean, so, and I mean, I mean that's the cool part about Stardom is man, they will change up their stables like nobody else, and it's just you know, it makes there for was, good watching. Uh, there was there was one there was one that she was she was in there. But she 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 wrestled in um she wrestled in another company and she just and she joined the heel stable. What is it? Is it it was it Odo Tai Odin Tire, yeah, something like that. Odo Tai, yeah. Yeah. She 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 joined Odo Tai. What the hell was her name? Oh god. Oh um uh Nasu uh Nasu Sumeri or I I can't pronounce the Japanese. Susumeri? Yeah, she yeah, she had it either. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she 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 had it going on too. Not gonna lie, some of some of the outfits she wore wrestling. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm down, I'm down. Yep. Yeah, they uh, they can listen, man. They're getting 900 yen from from me all the time, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh I, god, I'm oh. totally down. But like, basically, what happened is, um, you know, they CBS, Viacom, and Netflix they they signed a deal in 2017. Uh, which is when Discovery launched, and that Netflix was going to internationally carry that. Um, but then the remerger of Viacom, CBS, and the launch of Paramount Plus, and it, it became that's when they became, you know, the Paramount Plus thing with, with yeah. Paramount coming back together. And so the idea is that globally they're going to have more launches for 2022. So the idea being Discovery is being pulled from there, but right now, as of right now, Star Trek Picard and um lower decks are going to stay on amazon outside of the united states canada okay. and latin america but um uh and, and discovery is still in canada on bell media's ctv sci-fi channel uh, that streams on crave so mm-hmm. it doesn't change those canada still stays the same uh, but basically what paramount plus, the whole purpose is they want to get back to focusing on them and paramount okay. plus which you know which is weird because we saw them Farm out some of the Star Trek movies to other yeah. things, and then yeah, now they, 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 they farm it out to YouTube and everywhere else. But yeah, but now they're but, coming. You know, they, I guess they're bringing, but the for their own properties, especially these in-house ones for Paramount Plus that they're doing, like Discovery and Prodigy mm-hmm. and and all that. Uh, you know that, and apparently Sky is involved with the Paramount Plus. Uh, That's Sky out of England, right? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Damn, bro! It made you mad again. Um, Yeah, see, so I just, I just, I just, I just feel so bad for the for for the international people. Yeah, so enjoy exactly. But according, um, uh, that's the whole point is they've been wanting to expand globally, and apparently that's been the intention the whole time. Because streaming boss Kelly Day of CBS of Paramount Plus says, um, as we rapidly expand our global streaming footprint, we are bringing more of our top. Titles home to Viacom, CBS for Paramount Plus markets around the world. We have a strong global and local content pipeline that discuss, that positions us for success around our regions. And repatriating our the beloved series like Star Trek Discovery for Paramount Plus is another step as we bring fans more to the much watched series worldwide. So the idea being, they want to. It makes sense. It, they want to. They want to focus on, on Paramount Plus, not Netflix per se, and, sure. and and so that people will watch. Paramount Plus for all the things you know they've got those some of these movies that are coming out they've got the Halo thing coming mm-hmm. they've got um, all kinds of stuff coming for for Paramount Plus yeah. and then um, so basically anything going forward 
you know, Strange New Worlds, all the stuff that hasn't been released mm-hmm. yet. It's all yeah. going to be focused on Paramount Plus, and they're going to which is expand yeah, globally. Which, I mean, yeah, which is understandable. It's it, it's 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 sort of like F one Formula One, right? Where in Formula One, you know, other teams can buy, you know, Ferrari Motors, Mercedes Motors, mm-hmm. Renault Motors, but yet Mercedes, Renault, and Ferrari put all their money into their teams. And they get that money from the other teams that they use their motors. But you don't see, you know, but, you know, so it's sort of like that where I can see where I can see Paramount Plus saying we're still getting money from sourcing out our, you know, our franchises. But, yeah, we can make more money, be more successful doing it on our own. So right, I get that, you know, I get that. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's, that's the whole purpose. And I mean, because let's think about it. If you have your, your stuff on Netflix, where are you going to want pe- people? Are, if you have your stuff, are they going to want to go to Netflix or, or to you? So exactly. Yeah. It, it just, it, why get the Paramount plus mm-hmm. when I can just watch discovery and other things on Netflix, which, yeah. you know, it just, it just, again, goes back to the idea of, you know, let's, let's uh, get to, back to Paramount Plus so that people want to watch our stuff because we will have Halo coming. We have, you know, uh, this Yellowstone is a big thing, which, you know, I was, somebody said, Yellowstone is just Sons of Anarchy on horses. And I said, and Sons of Anarchy is just Sopranos on motorcycles. So, you know, I mean. Basically, yeah. You know, the whole idea of it. So, um, you know, one thing, okay, here's, here's a question. I know we talked about this before we took our break, but the Star Trek board advent calendar, did you actually get that? Did you get that? The what? This Borg uh, advent calendar that has you know gifts coming out of the Borg cube every twenty five days. You know, no, I didn't get it. Okay, because this thing is massive. It is massive. Really? It's, oh yeah. So there's a picture of it on here. Um, it looks to be like a you know couple of feet tall, and oh like no, you can no no. I don't, it's got yeah. the days on there, and like they show yeah. a, a a luggage tag that's the SS Botany Bay, um, <laughs> a fridge magnet. With uh, logic with Spock in the middle, kind of like a um, as the eye, you know, standing there, and it's like a hand drawn thing. There right. is a uh, 2063 Zephyr Cochran, Bozeman, Montana, first warp flight coffee mug. Uh, <laughs> there's a Mirror Universe Archer pin. Uh, nice. They have some postcards. Actually, actually, hold on, I gotta ask you a question. Okay, when it came to the Mirror Universe. Who do you think, out of all the females that played it, the Mirror Universe, the probably say the most, the best looking one? Dude, Hoshi was. I I was gonna say, I was say, I was like, Hoshi's there, but to me, you're you're gonna laugh. You're gonna be like, yeah, to Paul. Oh no, I can see that too. Like, I, I don't know though. I mean, uh, the, the, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I have a thing for Asian women. Asian women are pretty hot. So, <laughs> like, uh, like that's where it's hard for me. <laughs> Literally, that's what she said. No, I, uh, I'm not gonna. No, Hoshi, the, the, the character Hoshi Sato is. is it's the is, way she carried herself, though. Yeah, like, exactly. because here's the th- here's the thing. We've seen Hoshi just as the meek, mild, you know, communicator lady, you know, uh, throughout the whole series. Yeah, and, and, and except for this, at these two episodes. She just where she uses sexuality like nobody's business and uses it to, to oh, uses it, owns and it. She, be, just, she becomes the emperor, yeah. 
and just just owns it. And it was just like that is so sexy to see that. Whereas Tapal wasn't like Tapal was always sexy, and you saw things with her. Tapal with the long hair. Yeah, but it was. But to me, there was never. It was that's what set made for me Hoshi that much better than um, Tapal because it was like. She had that that confidence that was never there with Paul. Yeah. It was it was whereas with Hoshi, it was like that. Yeah, I know what I am and I know what I've got and this is what I can do kind of thing. Yeah, and she, yeah. that was Ooh, hot. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was hot. That's where it put it over the top for me. You know, um, I'd say a close second is Uhura. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, Uhura. Yeah, one. You B. know, yeah, one B for me. Um, and then I mean, then for me, I, I would say third would be like you know would be Paul maybe. But, um, mm. uh, you know, because we didn't get that with Discovery because, you know, everything was woke then. We didn't get hot chicks. Her, and, her, everything was woke. In yeah. You know, so uh, we don't get hot chicks. And, you Damn know, you, Alex Kurtz, when you, you. I know. Woke. We want mini skirts. Hello. God, and yeah. let's do it up. Yeah. I know. Even even in Strange New Worlds, they're not wearing mini skirts. Right. But, you know. Gene, uh, Gene, Gene Roddenberry is spitting in his grave right now. Right. I mean, well, there was. You think about it. <laughs> They had guys wearing mini skirts in Next Generation. You remember those uniforms where they had guys well, wearing? Those well, you like... know why the reason they wore skirts there, dresses? Yeah, because the original uniform for Next Generation it gave people like back problems. Yeah, the one with the skirt at least they could have their legs free. Exactly, it looked. It weird, wasn't though. like it wasn't to be like some woke thing. It was because they didn't want to have back <laughs> issues. But it looked weird to watch a guy walking around with no pants, just like a tunic skirt. I'm, I'm looking at him like. I'm like, uh, what's so different from the dress uniform? Yeah. It looked like a dress uniform without the pants. Basically, so, yeah. I mean, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, I guess. But it just wasn't my bag. So, <laughs> but yeah, this, so this advent calendar is pretty dope. It's got a lot of cool stuff in it. Uh, so if you want to check it out, it's still available. Uh, you can go to Eagle Moss for $149. Uh, but um, during the Black Friday, you could have saved yourself 20%. Yeah, um, that's it. But it's $149. Black, Black Friday's gone. It's long gone. It's, it's long gone, baby. But being that we're this far into the calendar, um, you, who knows? You know, you might go to Eagle Moss and they might have a deal on it. Uh, they you gotta have, get it. You gotta get it after Christmas. That's yeah, the deal that's that's when your Christmas. deals are. You know. So, but we do know that you did. For you did mention that you did buy something and something did. did come in that we talked about I on the did. show. So come on, enlighten us, share us, share with us that whole big ass uh, Playmobil Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> you I got you it. Did. I got it. But I, but I got it forty. I got forty percent off of it though. Damn, bro. Yeah, and um, it was. So of course, you know, it took like it took like two months for it to come in, but whatever. I mean, right. I get it. So when it came in, I looked. I was like, "Holy shit, this thing is huge!" I mean, it was big. And then, and then, and then, as I take it out of the box, I'm looking at. It, I'm like, hmm. I remember putting the other that 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 Lego Enterprise. Right. No, I'm good. So, so 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 I waited about a week, and then finally on a Sunday, I took it over to my sister's house, and me and her, we kind of, me, her, and uh, my my other buddy Alan, we all put it together, and it's, I mean, it legit, it's it's crazy. It lights up, and it has strings where you can hang it from the fucking ceiling too. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right now I don't have it hanging on the ceiling. I have it on the base. I don't have it right now here here in my bedroom. It's actually downstairs in in the uh in the uh in the basement right now. But mm. 
I figure, you know, I, I figure it's Christmas time. Can't have well, actually, every every room, every room in my house has some sort of Star Trek. In my kitchen, I have a, I I, I have I have a poster from Star Trek two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. My entire Christmas tree has Star Trek ornaments on an Enterprise tree topper. In my dining room, I have a little model of the Enterprise. Uh, here in my bedroom, I got the Lego Enterprise in the basement. I've got the big Enterprise in the basement downstairs, along with some, along with some pictures from Displate, which actually, Displate's kind of cool, man. Mm. Have you ever checked them out? No, I haven't. <coughs> Sorry. The, the the thing with Displate is you can basically type in anything you want. Like for me, I got I got into the blacklist, so I typed mm. in blacklist. Literally, you could get posters you can get like and and now and now mm-hmm. there's steel posters but you know and, and they and you know they put on like a fake like you know um they put like a, a fake frame around it but mm. when you get it i mean actually the quality is really good so i order some stuff from the blacklist i order like raymond right saying you know shh can you hear that it's the sound of your checks bouncing mm. and then another one you know it's just above you know value loyalty above everything else and then just another picture is a another picture of actually of the actual blacklist with all the names on there. Some of the names oh, have been wow. redacted, you know. Right. So, so that's what. So I got. I think I got another one. I I can't remember, but yeah. So, but you look at Star Trek. They have so much stuff there on Star Trek. Hmm. It's unbelievable. Like anything you want, like Deep Space Nine. They'll have they have schematics of like the Defiant, schematics of Deep Space Nine, everything else, and usually. And usually with like with like display, if if you go online, you look out display code. Mm-hmm. There's there's a code because I did it where I got thirty percent off of everything. It was like originally for the four prints, it was like two hundred and sixty bucks, mm-hmm. but I ended up paying like one hundred ninety bucks for like the four prints. Wow! And I mean, and, I mean, and they're a pretty good size print too. You know, I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're 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 not tiny. The thing with those prints is. is Magnets, and then if you want to move them or change them, you can actually do that. So wow, wow. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's just uh, you know, if, if someone's like going into, if someone's moving into a house and they want to decorate, but they don't feel like putting fucking holes in the wall, right? It's perfect for that. So that's awesome. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah, that sounds great. So all right. So since we were talking about Paramount Plus, uh, you're gonna like this uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture Director's Edition is going to be released only. And exclude it premiere exclusively on Paramount Plus. Um, the director's wait a minute, it's already edition. on YouTube. No, this is a completely this is uh, a completely 4K, different one. 4K U, UHD upgrade of the Star Trek motion picture director's edition. I wait a minute, I think I got the DVD. Wait a minute, is it the same thing that came in the DVDs off of Amazon or no? Right, but this is completely different in the sense of it's the four, yeah, I guess it's but they so it says here. That they're going to be releasing it in 2022 with new Dolby Sound and Atmos Sound, and okay, and um, you know, it's a it's the debuting on uh, Paramount Plus in 2022. Mm. Um, so it's the Star Trek the Motion Picture Director's Edition, U, 4K U, UDHD upgrade with the Dolby Atmos mix that's going on, and they're nice. showing that there are going to be some things that have changed. Um, according to this, so they're going to be adding some effects and doing some things. Yeah, well, uh, we'll then, do that because of some I'll, of the images they've released. 
Yeah, some of the images they've it. released is going to be that. So, I mean, I know you are a huge mark for the motion picture Fuck movie. Yeah. Um, so when you hear this that they're going to be doing this 4K, they're adding to a few things and they're and they're doing the uh, Dolby Atmos sound to it, mixed to it. Um, does that? How does that make you feel? Like as a original, you know, motion picture guy, do you like this kind of thing, or do you? I, I, I do. I, I do because because finally the motion picture is getting the respect that it deserves. For like for like too long, I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but the industrial light and magic that did the special effects mm. for the motion picture in 1979, the special effects, the scenes, everything for that movie was top notch. The, the soundtrack, everything. Now people say, well, you know, like I know, I know, Stevie goes. Well, they only have they have a nine minute video of the Enterprise circling around and going in there, you know. And and I guess it's not Stevie's cup of tea, but for me, hearing that song and seeing the Enterprise, because really the the Enterprise is a major is is another is another star of of that movie, mm. you know. Just like just 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 talking about Deep Space Nine in the later seasons, the 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 the, the, the Defiant became a star of, of the series. Mm. You know, because I mean, everyone wants to see the Defiant. So, and 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 to hear, the, and and to hear the music, to hear the music, the special effects, the sounds with the Dolby Atmos, and for the director's cut, for scenes that were cut, for scenes to be put back in, how the movie should have been, because Paramount wanted to cut it down to get it down for, forever how long for like moviegoers. Mm. You know, now nowadays. You look at movies now; they don't give a crap about cutting anything out. Everything is in the movies now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, did they cut any scenes out of out of out of, out of the Avengers movies? Yeah, they did. They, they did? did. Yeah, they, yeah. If you if even you though get... even though it's been like three hours long. Yeah, no, and I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, so for example, with uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, they're three hours long, and Peter Jackson cut stuff for that too. Yeah. So, well, uh, they, they were talking about he did the Beatles movie that just came out. You know, mm-hmm. um, he took twenty eight hours of film and cut it down to six, and that's the you... best he could wow. do well, I to mean, make uh, to tell the story without well, it. Well, being... I mean, plus you're looking at twenty eight hours though. There's probably a lot of like retakes and everything else. Though, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a documentary that the. <laughs> That the uh, studio put out, you know, f- that they had done, and this is the first time that it's been seen since, yeah. you know, the you know, for fifty years, and so they gave yeah. it to Peter Jackson, who made it look good. And uh, but to tell the story, he wanted to do. There were so many things he could have done, but he got it down to six hours and told Disney, "But this is the best I can do." So then they made the series on Disney Plus to watch I, the, the Beatles I, thing. So I take a look at the at the at at the Snyder Cut, which mm-hmm. I watched. Yeah, I did too. Which, which, which to me was an absolute fucking masterpiece. Yeah, that should have been released. That should have. I get it. I get it. It's four and a half hours long. I get it. But guess what? Everything is fucking tied into the story. It made a lot more sense. It made I mean, a lot look, more sense. There the, are no the four and a half questions. hours. The four and a half hours went like that. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. I watched it and I was like, "It's four and a half hours. Like, are we already done? Like, yeah, what the I, fuck? You know? Yeah, exactly. Watched it. Well, I had COVID with a major fucking migraine, and I still got through it no problem. Mm-hmm. And I fucking loved it. I was like, "This is really good. This is this, mm-hmm. this is good shit." So, you know, and and to me, it's like, but but I mean, now obviously things are different. But but back then, the studio was after, oh, it's got to be two hours long. It can't be no longer than two hours. 
and there's probably a lot of stuff that 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 uh, that 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 Robert Wise did that that got cut out that should never got mm-hmm. cut up to fucking begin with. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. I can't see it because I think the motion picture is finally going to get the credit that it deserves. That it's one of the mm-hmm. best Star Trek movies out there. Yeah, and so before it's not everyone's cup of tea, but guess what? It's the one that started it all. Right. It's the original. If, if it wasn't for the motion picture, we wouldn't have Star Trek Two. We wouldn't have, you know, Star Trek Six. We probably would never had Next Generation. So you got to give it up to the motion picture because this was, this was Star Trek's first. You know, taking its little, dipping its toe in the water mm-hmm. to play in the big leagues. Right. Which, to me, and then the movie was the movie was a, a success. Mm-hmm. Movie did make the movie did make money, yeah. So, so it's yeah. not like it did it, not like it flopped because they wouldn't have made it too if it wouldn't have made money to begin no, with. No, god, no, yeah, and that's yeah. the point. And it, and it, it, it wasn't saved, like Star Trek it, 5, it saved the franchise, you know. Let's be honest, it made them amenable to want to come back to next generation and and some of these other things, so yeah, you know, that was a good aspect for it. All right, mm-hmm. so let's let me ask you this question, Triple D. Um, how far would you go to go to a Paramount slash Star Trek theme park. How far would I go? Yeah, how far away would you go? Like travel to anywhere. Okay, so would you go to <laughs> uh, Kunming, China? For there's a proposed. So suppose, are you are you park. fucking kidding me in China? No, no. no. of China, of yeah. China. They 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 share nothing with the values that Star Trek. You know, has to offer, and they're gonna open a, 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 in China of all places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not France, nope. not France, not here in the United States. China, nope. yeah. So they, 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 yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold, hold on. Let's <laughs> let's open up a theme park in China so everyone can go over there and get the fucking Omicron variant and COVID and freaking die. Okay, yeah, mm, that's real smart. Yeah. So, according to this article, now, the state park now, announced two years ago. It was announced now, two years ago. Now, listen. Now, what I want to now, I I still want to visit China because I want to see the Great Wall. Right. I want to go to the district. Where, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the district where they, where they make all the fake stuff to go see like what they got fake stuff. Because right. to me, it's just interesting to see like you know, you basically walk into a shop and you think you're walking into a high end. Watch out! Yeah, all the watches in there are all freaking fake and hot, right. which is crazy. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want to see. And also, we'll like to go to a Chinese motor show too, because the oh, yeah. you know why. Yeah. So there's, but but to me to do a theme park over there, it's like I, yep, I I, I just don't get it. It's like I just don't. It's like. It, it it doesn't. If you're gonna do a theme park, open it up, and, and, and if you're gonna do anything, where was where was the UFP's headquarters located? Yeah, San, San Francisco, Francisco or France or, or Paris? Yeah, you know yeah. Paris. I can see because the, I watched the last Grand Tour episode. Oh my god, did you? I love that. Oh my god, it was so it, fucking hilarious. It was epic. I mean, Clarkson, the guys were. Talking about the French and oh, it's just that that parking scene that Hammond did where he's like, see, normally I would say if I'm in England, this space wouldn't work. And he just starts beating the shit out of the cars and just shoving them into the all right. Am I close enough to where I want to be? Yes. 
Am I start? Is my car stop moving? Yes. Am yes. I parked? Yes. Yes. <laughs> just, no, I like how they take it off road. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need a for an, an off road to go off road. Yeah. I'll just do it in my van. <laughs> yeah, in my family car. I'm in my family car. They, they took their Renaults and all that stuff up the mountain. The, the best thing is when Clark's is like. Vance started rolling down the hill. He's like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, better day." And then, like, there was a was Hammond was trying to pass May, and he got on that side, and he rolled over into May, into into May, and they're like, "Oh, bonjour, merci," like you know, just, merci, merci, monsieur, monsieur. Yeah. Oh my god, just, yeah, dude. Oh my god, if you're not watching in uh, the Grand Tour, and especially this, especially this last one, the Carnage de Trois. Which was oh my god, it was hilarious. I got I gotta admit though, the last car they had talking about the uh the uh Citroen, what was it? The, oh yeah, the uh, SMX or something like that. Yeah, that to me that's yeah. If if I was to own any type of like a foreign French like 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 a crazy ass like foreign car, that would be the one. I That'd mean just. The, the, the styling of it and everything else. If you, you know, if, if you look at museums when they display like some modern art pieces, mm. a lot of them have that Citroën uh, style to it because it was just so beautiful at at, at the time. Mm-hmm. The styling of it, the cues of it. There's a there's a hotel in Greece where literally the centerpiece is a it, it's the it's a shell nice. of that Citroën. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, this this so here's here's the Greeks um mentality in Greece. Saloniki, beautiful city, Saloniki, the northern mm. city in Greece, beautiful, sits on the ocean, gorgeous architecture, gorgeous everything. The harbor, you could get fucking stabbed and you could basically buy whatever prostitutes you want in the harbor. They build this <coughs> this luxurious hotel. In the harbor, which I don't me wrong, it's beautiful. You can now walk outside and like walk within literally 10 feet away from the hotel because you will get stabbed. Mm. And you're charging how many euros a night for, for this bedroom? And I can't walk outside. Great hotel. Great hotel. Love sitting up on, on the restaurant where you know where you Sip, uh, sit by the ocean and stuff. Then my mother goes, "Oh, let's go for a walk." I'm like, "You do you want to get stabbed? Do you want to get robbed? Seriously?" I was like, "I said, do you, do you know what I mean? Do you, do you know what I mean? Violent people have like immigrated to Greece now, where it's not like how it was ten or fifteen years ago. Mm. It's it's not. It's it's crazy because 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 back you know fifteen years ago, you could walk all around Saloniki and Athens." Mm. And not have to worry about anything now. Fuck it, man. It's like if if you go down an alley, even even in an area that you think it's nice, you will get stabbed. You will you will get robbed. I mean, it's gotten bad there. Wow. You know, and it's and to me, it's once again, it's it's with all this fucking progressive BS bullshit. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, it's like it's 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 happening. Here in the United States, with with all this freaking bail reform shit, they're letting violent criminals out, and then and then, and then they're putting people like who sell marijuana, which please, yeah, and they're and they're giving them fucking these huge ass sentences. It's like, 
Are you fucking kidding me? He didn't kill anybody. Or people that do like these non-violent crimes and they're actually serving jail time. It's like, are mm. you kidding me? Yeah, to me, no. That's because what was, I was watching. Plus, too, I was watching on Netflix, too. They had a bat sport. I don't know if you have watched that. Mm-mm. So, it's just like bat sport where it talks about, you know, certain in certain sporting events, how how people, you know, have gotten in trouble doing it. Mm-hmm. And one of them was it, he was a driver, Randy Lanier. He, okay, you know, he basically wanted to race, you know, in in uh, in uh, GTP races against Porsche 917s and mm. cars like that. Right. So how he got the money to do it was he was smuggling marijuana. Mm. And he was smuggling in like 50 to $60 million worth of, of marijuana each time from Colombia. Mind you, you know, it's good grass. I mean, the grass right. is good. Right. You know, and then, but the thing about it was in the 80s, Reagan signed that bill where if you're caught drug trafficking, you go to jail to life without parole. Mm. And that's what happened to him. He got caught. And he got, you know, life in jail, which to me, it's like he didn't kill anybody. Right. He didn't kill. So he was smuggling a bunch of marijuana. Okay. Just, you know, have him pay whatever money that, have him pay whatever fine it is. He can serve maybe one or two years in jail because yeah, because he's moving a lot of marijuana. I, I I can see that, but you know he 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 went out of jail when when Obama. The other thing I actually agree with Obama was, you know, why do we have all these violent? Why do we have all these nonviolent offenders in, in jail? People that aren't rapists, you know, that aren't going to you know harm people in society. What are they doing in jail? Right. Why are they doing serving life sentences? So that's one thing that I agree with him on. And I was like, you know what? He's got a point on that. Mm-hmm. So that's why Randy Lanier got out. And then he told a story. It was, it, that's, that's another interesting series on Netflix. It's a bad sport too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, I so, I mean, I'll have to check it out. I'm, you got to check it out. You got, get, you got, you got, you got, you got all next week to check it out, bro. I do. I mean, I've got that. Somebody said made to check out made on um, Netflix, which oh, is made. like okay. deals with like stuff that like we deal with on like, you know, domestic violence and stuff like that, which I'm mm-hmm. like, part of me is going like, do I want to watch like stuff that I'm that already might, dealing with in real yeah, life? You're like, yeah. uh, I don't know. That but, might be, that might be, that, that might be a little yeah. too, too close to home uh, for you. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Space, I think it's uh, the new season is out. Yeah, I, I saw know, that Lost in Space. Witcher yeah. 2 is out, so I'm going to definitely be watching that. Um, Blacklist. Blacklist, I got to catch up on the Blacklist. I've got to catch up on The Expanse. I've got to catch up on so Pathetic, many things. you have now watched The Blacklist. No, I mean, since season four, <laughs> I haven't, I've got to yeah. catch up on it. But, you okay, got, so anyway. You got, this, four more, you got five more seasons. Well, they got season nine on, on Amazon. Right yeah, now. so the uh, so apparently the project is moving forward in this China place because $8 million was just a funding for a large development that would include a 643-acre Paramount Resort. And the project is fun is owned, funded, and operated through the Chinese institutions with a license from Viacom CBS to use the theme assets from Paramount and other properties. The proposed Paramount Park Kunming will include six themed areas, including a Final Frontier area themed around Star Trek with a number of different attractions. The other areas of the park will be Paramount Boulevard, Adventure City, Wonderland, a Peanuts area, and Dinotopia. Um, construction has yet to start on the project. Was targeted for late June 2024. Viacom has been out of the theme 
attraction business and selling off the Paramount Parks division in 2006 and Las Vegas Star Trek The Experience closed mm. in 2008. And so sounds uh, like this 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 sounds like Westworld. This sounds like the Chinese government mining for people's information right. and everything else. This yeah. is exactly what this sounds like to me. But, you know, this is like they've been trying to do these licensing projects now, but they had one in Murica, Spain that didn't that fizzled out another in Jordan. Uh, there was one uh, in the United, United Kingdom called Paramount London. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says it's now being renamed the London Resort, but still expected to include some Paramount themed attractions um, for 2024. And Paramount Movie Park Korea was announced over a decade ago, but still is set for a opening of 2025. But, you but know, whether that but, happens or not, who knows? But here's the thing. You, you want to open up these parks and these resorts. No, Nobody's traveling. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's afraid to travel because they're afraid of, uh, they're afraid of, you know, the sniffles and, 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 and the flu on roids. Right. So it's like, how, how are you justifying dropping eight to $10 billion into a theme park? Are you going to get that money back? I mean, yeah. so, I mean, I mean, like how many years think? Most of most most of the people in China are are are, are fucking dirt poor. Mm-hmm. There's maybe twenty or thirty percent of people that actually make 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 money in China. The the rest it's seventy eighty percent. You know they're living on farms and they're hand to mouth. What are you? Are you going to have that many Chinese rolling through there and dropping money, or that many people coming from from other countries to going to China? Knowing that China has been the epicenter of all these fucking pandemics, you know, yeah. swine flu, SARS, COVID nineteen, Omicron, whatever, whatever fucking variant it is, do you honestly expect people to go over there to have the confidence that they can go there and not get sick or not bring a, a new type of disease from over there to their home country and infect their home country? Do do people? Do they have the confidence? People have the, the confidence to go over there and do that. Right now, they fucking don't. Because tourism in Greece, yes, tourism w- was up a little bit last summer, but Greece is shut down again. And if you don't have a vaccine or a card to go into places, guess what? You're fucked. I, to me, I, I, I just, I, I just don't see it. Until until the world gets until the world gains its senses back, that they were not afraid of, you know, a scratchy throat and the sniffles and being tired. Yeah. in these countries ain't gonna fucking work because guess what? North America ain't gonna go there. South America probably isn't gonna go there either. And Europe. After what happened in Italy and the rest of the European countries, like, oh, fuck that. We ain't going there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe the Russians, because the Russians are crazy, but <laughs> Russians don't give a fuck. You know, Russians don't give a fuck. But still, even, even then, I mean, with, with, with the amount of, I said before, the amount of how China has been the epicenter of all these pandemics, it's like you're going to open up. A resort there, people aren't going to fucking go to it. Yeah, you know, that, it, it's China. Even let's let's be honest. Even before though, 
How who are you pulling into China? That, to me, that's an international market. That's going to be here's the thing. Yeah, Europe, before, Europe, and all that. Here's Americans thing. aren't going to China. Well, that. well, here's the thing. Before, before you know, coronavirus, before COVID nineteen, I would have gone to China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I was like, yeah, because China's a different animal over there right now. Mm-hmm. So. If I was to go there to China, you know, the Chinese want money. The Chinese, obviously, the Chinese government, they, they want the tourism. They want the money. Mm-hmm. So I can see them pumping the money in, into this park, which is, you know, okay. But you're you're doing it at the most inopportune time right now. It's like you keep on kicking yourself in the balls thinking that it's not going to hurt anymore. Yeah, it's still hurting. Mm-hmm. If they would have done that, like, in 2016, 2015, yes. Now, no, because... Me, I, I don't want to go over there because I don't want to catch anything over there. Right. And that's a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to go there. I mean, I mean, some people are still traveling over there because they have to for like business and stuff. But to go and vacation, nope. People aren't going there. Mm. Actually, people really... I haven't heard last summer. I didn't hear a lot of traveling going, going on. Really? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know, who I mean, knows? I, who it, knows? I mean, just... it, it's one of those things they're gambling for the future, I think, um, and and doing that. But I think this is more for the international audience to placate to them because of, you know, the whole new Paramount Plus thing. Um, and I think, you know, because right now, right now, they only have the only operating Trek themed attraction in the world right now is called Star Trek Operation Enterprise. It's a roller coaster at Movie Park, Germany. And this ride also includes a Star Trek themed Federation Plaza in the front of the coaster's entrance. And so Oh, so 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 the only thing is 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 in Germany then. Yeah, we, yeah. A theme park called Movie Park Germany, and there's a ride there. Uh it's a themed attraction called which Operation I would, Enterprise. Which I would visit Germany in a heart. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, I would go to Germany like that. You know, I mean, driving on the fucking Autobahn and, you know, go and check out all the stuff there. I would, Stuttgart. Stuttgart, that's it. I would be like, oh, I, yeah. just, I just want to go to Stuttgart. And I want Berlin, obviously, because mm-hmm. to me, the, 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 the historical value of Germany, to see, you know, to, you know, to see, you know, the sites and then to me to go visit the places, especially me, to go visit the beer hall where I know, I know, I know people are like, why, why do you want to go there for? Why do you want? I was like, because I want to go to the beer hall where Hitler yeah. made his whole statement. Because, yes, Hitler is the biggest piece of shit that there ever lived. I mean, mm-hmm. well, well, actually, okay, here's Triple D's hot take. <laughs> okay, Triple D's hot take because you haven't had any today, so fuck no, it, no, this, no, no, this is this is a spicy one Mussolini, Hitler. And Stalin. There were three dictators, correct? Right. Okay. What did those three dictators do to to their countries? What did they do to their countries, basically? Like, like what did they do? I mean, they fucked them up. I mean, really. I mean, if you think about it, Stalin did they? was through, I mean, they did. did. They? Stalin well, through communism and, and killing millions of people. Stalin killed more people than Hitler. I know. Did, I know Stalin killed more know. people, but... But but what did Stalin do though for the Soviet Union? I mean, I guess you could say he tried to improve it by, but I mean, in in what way is it an improvement when you take away the rights of people? Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know I mean, 
he basically what Stalin, Mussolini, Hitler did, they modernized their countries and they bought and they brought all their countries out of out of a depression. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta understand something when Germany, Germany, Germans were starving in the streets. Yeah. And, oh no, the end of World War II that the Versailles Treaty <laughs> fucked Germany bad. Oh yeah, really, well, yeah. And so, and so in, in the Europe, European powers being dicks about it, yeah. saying no, fuck you, you're gonna do this. And you know, help causing a world depression with the Treaty of Versailles. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. And so, of course, it led to someone like Hitler coming and rising up, and um, you know, being an extremist in that aspect. It gave rise to that, of course, it did. Yeah. You know, and, and what? So the question what, becomes, though, like, let's be honest. Did was it Germany that gave Hitler the rise to power, or was it the fact that the foreign countries? Imposing the Treaty of Versailles on Germany is what gave rise to those things. You could, you, you, know? you could, you could, you could, you could say it was both. Yeah, you know. So, so basically, so Hitler took Germany, which was, which was basically they were they were in the sewer, they were in the they, gutter, they were they they, the they, they they hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. and he told them, "Listen, give me everything, and I'll make us a power again." Mm-hmm. He created Volkswagen, which. Everyone that drives these Volkswagens, especially these ones that are like, I don't like Nazis or fascists. Well, you're 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 driving a car that that you're driving a car right. that, that 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 a fascist dictator invented. So I just want you to know that. Right. So and uh, but you know he took Germany from the brink of nothing, even though he did kill, try to exterminate an entire race of people, which was not cool. Right. Mussolini. Mussolini. Took Italy, which was Italy, Italy, which was been disaster. <laughs> Italy was I, was not a; it was still kind of more of a city state type country. Before, yeah, it was a city state country until after World War One. Yeah, yeah. Mussolini came in, united everybody, and the one thing that Mussolini did that people that he put on posters all over the place was that the trains in Italy never ran on time, mm-hmm. no matter what. Under Mussolini, the trains ran on time. Mm-hmm. He also modernized Italy to mm-hmm. everything else. Even though when they tried invading Greece in uh, in the early forties, though all their modern equipment or modern warfare couldn't defeat the Greeks because because they're a vegan country. They're fighting the Greeks in the mountains. It's mm-hmm. guerrilla warfare. It was sort of like the USA and Vietnam, right? Where Italy had all the the military, the money, and everything else, and then the Greeks were basically <laughs> shoestring budget, shoestring military, kicked the shit out of the Italians out of guerrilla warfare. And now, modern times now, who spends, who's, which country spends, which, the the, the, the third most country in the world that spends its most on defense? Greece. Hmm. Greece has built up quite an army right now. Let's just let you say that. Hmm. I wonder what they're planning. <laughs> Probably nothing. They're gonna be too lazy to do anything. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> They're gonna be like, hey, hey, hey. they be like, hey, Christo, Christo, we we go into Bay Turkey. Mm, not now. I'm not the newspaper and the coffee right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, oh it's it's definitely, um, you know. So it's it's one of those things where you know you have to look at stuff like that and yeah you know, I, I think where it's important that you under people don't understand they don't want to look at history because um you know well Hitler was a bad guy but 
Why was that? Why was why he was given? Yeah. Why was he given the opportunity? Well, look at what Germany got put through to give that. Same thing with Italy. What what made Mussolini come to power? Well, the fact of the matter was he was going to unite the country yeah. and get rid of the city state. He was going to make them one country, and you know. But it, but then again, it's it's the ego of these guys that continue to go forward with it. I mean, Stalin killing off you know everybody so that he could become essentially a dictator and not a communist. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, thing that Lenin had envisioned and not a communist state, which was, you know, supposed to be sharing the wealth and love of the people, which did yeah. not happen because Stalin wiped out everybody who opposed him yeah. so that he could be that dictator and, and, you know, rule with an iron fist. And so, um, you know, that's the whole point of, uh, you know, history is that we look at these things and go, okay, well, there was a reason why. Uh, we were we were given these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if we look at them and go, okay, so what choice did Germany have? You know, if we think about it, do we go, okay, well, if Germany had a choice, they could keep lounging, you know, lagging in <coughs> in the past of of poor uh, of poverty and being a third world country, or mm-hmm. or they could listen to this guy who's maybe going to bring some some relief and some hope. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that's been the hard part about you know all of this in, in general. As, as we look at, um, as we look um, going towards the future, we can't forget about our past. Um, uh, so uh, that's that. So uh, of course, uh, you know, Shatner went to space. Uh, yes. Have you seen that they're going to have a Shatner in space documentary coming to Amazon Prime? I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it came out on the fifteenth. Uh, did you watch the, the the documentary? Not yet. Not not yet. But yeah. I will. It's on my list again. That's one of my list of things. That's to watch. on. That's on my list too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we'll probably the next time we meet and talk, we'll both watch it and we can talk about Sounds this the 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 thing of. I'll mm-hmm. be interested to see. You know, obviously this was well planned in advance. So this is why they had oh, Jenner yeah. on. It has to be to have something like this. I'll be interested to see the direction they take. And it's a one hour, so it's not that big of a deal. So yeah. it's not like you know you're gonna take you know four hours out of your day to do it. It's an hour <laughs> documentary on Shatner going to space. And I would love to see that. Um, all right. So uh, Alex Kurtzman, our favorite uh, showrunner says there's talks of an inevitable Star Trek universe crossover. And the, and uh, that section 31 show is still alive. So uh, well, I, I got, I freaking hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. can, we, can we get Michelle Yo back? Come on. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, one of the best things to come out of Discovery. I know. Uh, uh, so there's talk, you know, so of course, of all the shows that are in production, um, you know, there's not been any crossovers yet, but there's been snippets. Uh, Discovery made mention of Picard and the Gollum thing that they did with Zoom uh, mm-hmm. in, in one of these episodes with Discovery, which I think you and I are going to briefly mention that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's There's been some references of things back and forth. But they're talking about Kurtzman is they're figuring out a way to actually do crossovers with like, um, you know, uh, the lower decks. Even they're going to find some ways to do lower decks. Um, they're talking about um, combining ways to do Discovery and Strange New Worlds and lower decks and all the shows in the production. Picard right now, uh, Prodigy. There's even talk of a Section Thirty One show and a Star Trek Academy series. Mm. Um, which has been rumored for a while now. So, um, so even though we have five shows in production ready to go, um, the next thing being um, 
you know, One, do we, Strange do we, New do, Worlds. Do we have any idea when Strange New Worlds is going to be released? Uh, as of right now, um, from my understanding, they said early 2022. Okay, so uh, probably January or February. Yeah, yeah. I think I think February March is is probably mm-hmm. your best date because uh, you got Picard coming soon after Discovery. If I remember That's, correctly, Picard's one in January. I want to say January or February. Okay. So you know there there's talk of that. So um, yeah, July six. Uh, okay, so it says here, uh, Prodigy was coming back from hiatus on January 6th. Season 2 of Picard is arriving in February, and the first season of Strange New Worlds is expected to premiere early 2022, so they have not set an actual date on it. So then, so um, probably Strange New Worlds probably in February. Right. Yeah, so uh, if Picard's February, then I would say March or April for Strange New Worlds. Because that's, not, Picard- that, that's not early 2022, though, April, though. Yeah, uh, I would say March then. You know, because March, yeah, you gotta say you March. Know, because right now they're you know, what Prodigy and, and Discovery are kind of running along side by side. But I think with Strange New Worlds of Picard, you want some space between them. You don't want to fight, you know, them as mm-hmm. far as when their release dates go. So I would assume that they're talking, you know, probably March, which is still considered early twenty twenty two. Yeah, you know, and so that would be my thought process is where like as as Picard is wrapping up towards the end of February and in March, then Strange New World picks up. I mean, you may have a little bit of a crossover um, there, but not that much. So yeah. um, that would be my thought process on it. But all right. So crossovers, Academy show and Section 31 show. Like, how are we, how are you feeling about this? Bring it on. Let's go. What's better than more Star Trek? More fucking Star Trek. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yeah. Bring it on. I want yeah. more. I just, yeah. I just want to devour it. Okay. Yeah. This is all that. This is this is this not this not like pro wrestling, which sucks. This is actually good. <laughs> Bring it. I want more. I need yeah. more. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's feed me more. It is good. Just, you know? just keep bringing it because guess what? The writing is there. They have the writers because they've taken a lot of the writers from the Star Trek literature universe are writing for the shows now, mm-hmm. which I am finishing up Star Trek Coda, which this, um, Star Trek U- literature universe until, uh, you know, up, up to, you know, the way the Picard and everything is now. Mm-hmm. Basically, all your favorite characters are fucking dying in these books. And they're dying horrible deaths. Mm. I'm just like, okay, who else? Who else is gonna fucking die in this? Oh, mm. everyone's dying in, in 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 these books. So I'm almost done with the third book, which is moments, which is the Oblivion's Gate. Mm-hmm. I mean, John, the, the the writing in these books is unbelievable. How they're able to tie continuity in with the shows, different books, and bring it all together. Yeah. Mind-blowing. And I'm almost done. With, I got like, I think I like two hours and 50 minutes left on the on the Audible with that. Mm, mm. It's it's just absolutely incredible. And I think what's going to happen is, is that it's going to tie into where Picard, the word the Picard series is now, mm. where Picard is an admiral. Because in the literature universe, he can he could not become an admiral mm. because of some stuff that happened 
involving Section 31 and involving removing a Senate Federation president, and then Section 31 kills the president, mm-hmm. and then he gets indicted into it where where our favorite um, attorney for Starfleet, Louvois, prosecutes um, but they say you cannot go above a captain. You're just going to remain a captain. Mm. And that totally just doesn't jive with Picard, how he was a fucking admiral. Mm. So that's, I, I, I think that's all going to be a reset, I think. So right. yeah, I think it's going to be, to me, I think it's going to be a reset, but it also could be that, Oh, this timeline gone. Sorry, right. never existed. You know, thank you, but fuck you for for investing your time into this. Right. But I don't think they're gonna do that though, because at the end of book one, um, they had a a ten minute um, epilogue by Dayton Ward where the narrator said that. They don't want Star Trek doesn't want to be like Star Wars and their lurch where Star Wars Lurch Universe basically said to the fans, Go fuck yourselves. Right. We don't care. Star Trek goes, We're gonna do something different. So that's what I think they're gonna do. I think they're just gonna mm-hmm. reset everything. They're gonna make everything kind of it's what's gonna happen is they're gonna they're gonna race one timeline to save another timeline, and then it's gonna be like, Oh, look, we're on Picard and everything that's happening in Picard's life up to then basically the destruction of the Romulan Star Empire, mm-hmm. the Kelvin timeline. They're I think they're trying oh, going to try to tie that all that in together, mm. which I mean the Kelvin timeline is not the prime timeline. Right. So, but you know, whatever I get, but I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, and that, and that's I guess the hard part is, you know, it, because Star Trek has done a good job of of incorporating some of the literary aspects into yeah. you know their main storylines, but it, you know I have a feeling it's going to run the route of Star Star Wars in the sense that they're going to go kind of like you said, fuck you. No, the movies and the TV shows are are canon yeah. from now on, and I mean because you know we. You know, I think it what countdown Picard retired as a captain uh, when it was the um, for the, the 2009 movie, and he was he was no, an no, ambassador no. or no, he was an ambassador for Vulcan. He was a bad well, well, he was an admiral, he retired as an admiral, he as an ambassador to Vulcan, the Vulcan, okay. yeah, and then yeah, because because Data was the captain of the Enterprise, and yeah, yeah, uh, Data was the captain of the Enterprise, yeah, because they brought him back from B4 and all mm-hmm. that, which then later on we find out. Doesn't happen, you know. I mean, so we, we were already seeing some of these changes, uh, but with Picard, he became an admiral, but never a ambassador to Vulcan. Data never recovers from before, yeah. um, you know, and so, which in a way is a little sad, you know, but at the same time, too, I understand you're wanting to tell your own story and have a yeah. different idea. And of course, we know Picard, there's going to be timeline shift, looks like a mirror universe type thing or something along those lines and so um you know i think season two of picard is going to be very interesting and a lot more fun yes. i think it's going to be of course we know q's involved which, yeah by the way did you if you haven't been on the facebook page 
you have not seen uh, the Mariah, the superior version of the Mariah, Mariah Carey song of All I Want for Christmas. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, have you not? I saw, wait a minute. You saw the Twelve Days of Christmas with, with uh, Star Trek with Star Trek: Deep Space Nine, right? Right, I did see that. That was a good one. That was a good one. So, on if you go to the Academy Facebook page, you will see someone did a version of uh, uh, "All I Want for Christmas," but instead of saying "All I Want for Christmas is You," is "All I Want for Christmas is Q." And so, there is a hilarious no. uh, video of "All I Want for Christmas is Q," uh, and they did that very, very well. Um, you know, of course, they had the uh, instead of let it snow, make it so. Uh, make it where, so, yeah. Which was last year's. And uh, of course, there's the classic line of "Shut up, Wesley." Uh, Shut that, up, Wesley. You know, which Picard does because uh, Wesley starts. Okay. To Mulan. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a Romulan. Fuck her. Okay. <laughs> okay. But you know, I think honestly, you know, this is one of those things where, um, you know, when we when we look at where Star Trek is, it's healthy. It's good. Yes. I look forward to more shows. I look forward to the eyes they're do- ideas they're doing, crossover events. I'm a little skeptical on those, let's be honest with you. Um, but I'm okay with it too. I'll be interested to see, you know, if they can do it well making it work, especially because you know, discoveries in the future now and can't go back and all that fun stuff. Yeah, how that's you- yeah. How, how I like more the I like more the references and Easter eggs than I do actually wanting to make a crossover event type mm-hmm. thing. So, but you know, uh, it is what it is. Um, and um, I'm going to watch it and trust it and go forward from there. Um, I look forward to what they have in the future. So I think with that said, Triple D, it's, and we're an hour 10 in it. I think we should probably talk a little discovery. We're five. Yeah. We're five episodes in. We can kind of do a quick, yeah, you know, well, yeah. overview of of Discovery. I mean, I mean, I mean, this this is just kind of just a catch up show where we just kind of yeah bullshit and just talked about whatever whatever we want to talk about because we can because we can because you know because None of the, nobody sends shit in nobody sends the email shit so to Twitter so so guess what fuck you, you we're us. doing it. Fuck you, that? you get us. That's yeah. <laughs> did that turn heel there for a second? I think I did. You did, you did. <laughs> I did turn heel for a second there. But yeah, you we're gonna talk a little for a second. I guess I guess in theory that we we should probably blow the blow the bosun's whistle and we'll make this our main point for the evening. So uh ladies and gentlemen, uh bosun's whistle here, please. Our main point of the our main point of the day, and our main point of the day is we're going to be talking episodes one through five of Discovery. We're just going to shorten, short, deep dive into it, mm-hmm. um, and and talk about it that way. Uh, so we open the season with uh, we're seeing the Federation starting to come back together. Oh we're, yeah, we have the introduction of a Federation president who is a Cardassian, but also Bajoran. Bajoran, yeah. Park Parkadas and Parper Joran, uh, individual who is very political. I mean, just working the politics oh, like yeah. nobody's business. You know, she's like a snake. Yeah, exactly. Really is, and um, it, it's one of those things. She must be um, Garrick's. She must be a descendant of Elon Garrick. Yeah, exactly. Because very well done as far as. The politics goes, um, but so we have an official Star Trek president. So uh, the glasses guy uh, is not Kovic. the president. COVID is, is not. 
So um, we see he does make an appearance um, in this series in the beginning parts. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't think they ever really ever say what he is, but you know, I think you and I agree that he's got to be Section Thirty One. If there's not, you know, uh, uh, an overt aspect to that, I think he is a Section Thirty One agent, um, or he's, or he's somebody that pulls the strings. Yeah, like I or I can see like high level Starfleet intelligence, something along those lines. Yeah, that's probably, not, that's probably you know, something along those lines. Um, we have you know uh, Admiral Vance is back, um, and I'm you know really enjoying Odin Fair as, as that character, especially now. He was great. He's great in this. He was great in the Blacklist too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even, oh my god. Even though, even though, I'm not gonna give it away because it's in later seasons. So. Well, you, I mean, I'll watch it anyway, so I don't care. You give it away. But, I mean, I love Odin Fair and a lot, and a lot of what he does. And he's done a great job with Vance. Yeah, yeah. It really mm-hmm. has. Um, of course, we we see a lot this this time. Uh, we we have a uh, – there, there's mention of the Kobayashi Maru. As a matter of fact, Kobayashi Maru is the title of the first episode yes, of season four. Uh, because um, things happen. Burnham makes decisions. The president goes with – Oh, uh, Discovery and Burnham on a rescue mission. And in that process, we see things where the uh, president questions Burnham's choices on how to go about doing things. There's a space station that is struggling and, um, you know, uh, out of whack. And so they go to help. And it was very interesting because you see Discovery. So, like, you see a lot of times, like, with the Enterprise, with Deep Space Nine, with the where that the ship comes in like Enterprise or whatever, and they mm-hmm. bring their personnel over and fix ship. And in this, you don't get that. You get Discovery, and they provide the program or whatever. Like, no, we got this. We know what we're doing. But if mm-hmm. you'll, you know, you could do this and help us that way, we can go that route. We don't see Tilly and um, Adira being the saviors of the day per se. Because they have the program, I was like, no, no, we're know what we're doing. We're not yeah. idiots, you know. And which is a very interesting aspect because we don't see that in Star Trek a lot. I liked that. Is that you know, no, you're coming to our place. I know what we're doing. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll just you know appreciate what you're doing. But mm-hmm. hey, if you want to do this, that'll be a great help. So I liked that aspect of of the storytelling for there for season one. We see that some kind of strange anomaly has knocked the ship, uh, the station out of place. They save mm-hmm. it. Um, three people end up dying from it, but as um, the president says, you you would sacrifice the few for the many. You know, we have, you know basically reversing Spock's quote uh, yeah. on her, knowing she's the Vul- you know she grew up on Vulcan, knowing she was a part of you know Vulcan logic and lore growing up, um, and so uh, you know we, it, it causing the president to question Burnham's captaincy a little bit. It seems like anyway. You know, and that's what we this see. This bitch. Yeah. This bitch. Burnham saves the future, saves the Federation. This bitch is going to question her. Exactly. Exactly. Really? But, you know, it's 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 one of those things of we're seeing how the crew is integrating into the 31st century. It's fucking uh, some, Yeah. And, but some are, some are thriving and some aren't. You know, we, we know that. Um, uh, so it was an interesting first episode. We get to the second. We have. Um, you know, book going to his home planet, and as he's oh, leaving, that was sad. Oh, his that's, planet that's getting so destroyed sad. by Quajon getting destroyed. Quajon being destroyed by what looked like, which, by the way, I think we spoke that because this is how we talked about. It. We didn't like Quajon, and it would be okay if it went away. And literally, they made it go away this year. <laughs> we never said Quajon could go away, did we? I think we said we could be we would be okay if we didn't ever go back to Quajon. Uh, no, I never said that. Well, we never said that. 
I thought one of us did. I thought because no. I, I didn't like when he went back to Quajon. You was, you didn't like when he went to Quajon. Me, yeah. I was like, ah, whatever. You know, it's a character. Know. You know, maybe you know, I spoke into existence. You know, and I'm trying to pass the heat on to you because I'm yeah, really I got see. the heel. He passed. Look at this, yeah, look at, look at this fucking heat pass. Okay? I'm not the no, I'm not normally the heel, motherfucker. So you are the fucking heel now. <laughs> I am the heel. You now. Come for the destruction of a planet. Jeez. Yeah, I know. So and it, what looks like to be a you know a unique spatial anomaly. Um, and or planet killer, well, you know, the old planet killers, but we don't know that at first, you know. Um, statements and discovering everybody think it's a natural phenomenon, and as they and of course, this is the thing that they talked about, um, uh, at the beginning, you know, coming into the season, that it's not necessarily going to be one bad villain, it's something out there that's beyond, but that is affecting all of space and time, and they don't know where it's going. They say, Oh, it moved and how it changed direction. Um, so then it becomes not a phenomenon. Um, and basically the next few episodes are determining what this, they call it DMA, uh, mm-hmm. dark matter anomaly, um, because they thought it was a wormhole at first, but yet it doesn't do that. And so they're slowly figuring out that there is some kind of device in the center of this DMA that who, someone created. Yeah. I mean, who would create that? And then they talked about it too. It's not the Q. It's not... They made all kinds of references to the, some the some Kelly places, are, yeah. So uh, the uh, Iconian uh, Empire, which was reference to the Star Trek online game, mm-hmm. you know, which is very very cool. Um, just some of the Easter eggs they dropped in there of who could who could have done it, who could have built it. We also see Tilly leave Discovery to take a job working yep. at the Academy because she she they she was part of that station. Um, away team and the debt she she watched the commander of that station die in front of her even though they saved everybody else mostly um it it it, it shook her and so mm-hmm. by the towards the end i think of episode four she mean you know kovich basically offers her a job uh at the starfleet academy which they reopen a starfleet academy and we're seeing people from uh different walks we see some of the futuristic designs of uh, certain Federation species that uh, are involved. And um, we even saw a, um, I think in the, when they had the general session where they had the Navarre president and some of the other captains and other people from around this, um, there, the Federation there, when they were giving the explanation of the DMA, there was even a uh, Ferengi, you know, you know, which uh, very, you know, futuristic, you know, changing Ferengi. The ears were a lot different. You know, you have to question what kind of uh, evolution was involved there, where some yeah. was involved, you know, um, because we had, we've known that's happened. Quark and uh, uh, Groka, you know, mm-hmm. we have that episode of DFDS9. Nothing. Where, where are the Klingons? That's the good question. You know, we don't know. We haven't seen them. We don't know anything about them. They haven't said anything. Nothing's been said about the Klingons. Yeah, nothing, nothing with the Klingon Empire. Yeah. Could the Klingons be the bad guys? Could they have created this? Device? I mean, I mean, we've seen the Orions. We've seen Ferengi. Bajorans, Cardassians, Trills. Yeah. Have we seen... But, I mean, we've seen Cardassians and... Uh, Bajorans in the sense of the president being a mixture of both. Well, no, I, we did see Bajorans last season when the the Orion slave, where they did like the Orion oh, that's slave right, plan. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. They had You're Bajorans right. there. You're right. So, yeah, I mean, what happened to what happened to the Dominion? Yeah, yeah, because they were, you know, 
Another thing too, what happened to the Bajoran wormhole? Well, remember at the end of DS9, uh, Cisco went into it and he was fighting um, uh, Golden Cot, you know, the Pa race, and basically, you know, he sacrificed himself um, for and, and closed the wormhole mm-hmm. um, and, so that the Dominion couldn't, you know, come back and everything like that. He's he basically sacrificed himself to close the wormhole but, and to be with the prophets. So, yeah, but then, but then, but then, in the literature universe, he comes out of the wormhole. The wormhole reopens yet again right but that's in literally so mm-hmm. did cisco come back no i mean because, does he come i mean because they don't even reference the bajoran wormhole you know here's the thing they tell remember they were talking about it could be a possible wormhole to begin with and they make no reference to the bajoran wormhole when talking about it you know mm-hmm. so that's where i'm kind of going he must not have ever returned from the wormhole. It is. A, it is a 31st century. You know, you don't think that Dominion made the technology to to lead to the Alpha Quadrant or Beta Quadrant. Well, no, not really, because you know, think about it. They were still using that lithium and warp cores for you know to get around the universe. You know, the they had. Well, I mean, well, and just the Federation in general. You know, if you think well, about I it. Mean, yeah. Really, really. I mean, I mean now, now obviously the technology, the technology the Federation has now in the third century. You know, here's the, I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised they haven't talked about quantum slipstream technology because that was that was in Voyager, wasn't it? The, it was, but I, you know, I think it was one of the things they could never really figure out. But like, we do know that they're working on a next generation spore drive type ship you know for the 31st century um we meet the rising scientist uh in episode (laughs) five who's kind of a jerk and at first but him and yeah he was great he talked about being on a pleasure planet and i mean a planet full of idiots you know i mean just you know how uh that was but he talked about you know, it was interesting to see him because he's the same guy that they, this is their top Federation scientist, and um, he's working on creating a new spore drive for the 31st century. You know, whereas Discovery's still that kind of, you know, only ship that can that fast that rapid response ship that can go anywhere. That's, that's crazy. You know, I mean, think about it. And Discovery's you know, it could go to the Delta Quadrant, it could go to the Beta Quadrant, it could hop to wherever it needs to like that because of the spore drive. So mm-hmm. you have Discovery as a rapid response, you know, vehicle, um, which they deploy talking about they had to um, evacuate a planet that had four hours before the DMA hit. And so other ships were on their way, but Discovery was there to be there on site to start coordinating and to start getting some people off planet for certain yeah. places they were going to be. So, um, yeah, and, th- and that's what Vance said at the end of season three, that that's what Discovery was going to be. They were going to be a kind of rapid response type um, ship mm-hmm. going about solving problems, being there for the needs of the Federation. And of course, you know, like we saw delivering dilithium to yeah. places that needed it, you know, that was required and hadn't been a part of the Federation and showing that this is what we need to do. Um, that, that was another part of the interesting part of the Kobayashi movie. First episode, we see book and um, Burnham delivering, you know, dilithium to a people who were made of butterflies essentially and um how they in turn um had separated themselves from the federation but yet they still provided them with things like dilithium to maintain what they needed to do so you know it was a it was a very interesting um aspect as far as that goes seeing all those things seeing what they were using 
for seeing how a lot of the crew have really adjusted to the mm-hmm. 31st century, knowing that, you know, we're not going home. This is not where we were. This is, this is now home for us. So we, we go about doing it as best we can. And um, it, I found it very interesting to watch them grow as a crew and as a, as a, as a people to handle that. And of course yeah. we see some who can't, you know, um, you know, we, we see Tilly is made Lieutenant, uh, Deer has made an ensign. Um, we see a lot of uh, people getting ranked up um, as far as, you know, getting, you know, Stamets is now a commander. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see a lot of promotions happening for the Discovery crew, um, which, you know, I think is deserved. No, it you definitely know? is. You know, I mean, they, they all deserved it. They all deserved mm-hmm. being, you know, ranked up in some way, shape, or form because of, you know, what they did, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, so I, I find this in, this uh, I find this season interesting. I'm yeah. looking forward to kind of seeing what it is. Um, they still have. I think they did a good job of making me interested in what the DMA is, but not telling that's, us what it is. That's what I'm wondering too. What is this DMA? What who is, is behind it, the DMA? Who created it? Who's because we know that there's a device. Because who is creating all these DMAs? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? You know, Jerry I Seinfeld. Mean, yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with the DMA? What is the deal with these DMAs? Who yeah. is behind these DMAs? Yeah. So it, it, they do a great job of that. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to be doing with this. Um, we're five episodes in. Um, I think episode six coming this Thursday. And yeah. I think it's a, if I remember, 13 episode season, if I remember correctly. Yes. So, you know, we're about halfway. Yeah. And they've done a great job of, like, this is obviously going to be something that's going to carry on well towards the end. There's no like halfway through and then we're kind of adjusting. No, this is going to be a very interesting point because we still haven't figured out what it is or what it does. They made the little mini anomaly on discovery. And uh, that was, that was nuts. That was nuts to watch Stamets and, um, and uh, Rura just kind of work their way through this thing and like be willing to destroy the ship just to see the data. Still- and get that. Janet, Janet, real. We, we oh, uh, sad. Reno, Reno was Reno. awesome. Reno hey, was... you know that was the first time in a while that you've almost destroyed the ship. <laughs> you know, it's like all right, cool. You know, it's just savage. Yeah, Such she was savage. She was like the, she's the dry sense of humor and everything mm-hmm. along those lines. Uh, 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 was it Nataro or whatever her name is? Um, done a really great job in that role as mm-hmm. Jet Reno and just. You know, I love it when she's on screen, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it, they it, also, it's well, they also brought like gray back to life, too. Yes, yes. It, again, where we have the reference to Picard and the Sunian, you know, mm-hmm. technology. They're like, oh, is this 800 year old technology? It's like, yeah. Like, you know, showing that even, you know, it, but I love the explanation of it. Like, well, because Adira says, well, maybe I'll get a body and live forever. And it's like, well, not all these bodies. You know, they tried it, but it didn't work, and they stopped. You know, after Picard, and um, you know, mm-hmm. but the body will age and it'll grow old and it'll do all those things and shut down, which makes it's like, why weren't people doing this? And it's like, well, it showed that the technology wasn't proven and people yeah. weren't surviving. And so I was like, okay, cool. I liked that they did that explanation to show yeah. that that not everything works all the time, but like, so this will work because Gray's experience of transferring their mm-hmm. memory as a symbiote, you know, um, yeah. you know, as a trill, 
So, so, so I see that they, they make Ray. You can't tell if it's a man or if it's a woman sometimes with the way he dresses. Right. And that's the whole point with the deer, too. They're, yeah. I'm just like, the, oh, yeah. You're shoving this rogue shit down my throat, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just going to sit here. Listen. Which we talked about that last year. Yeah. You, yeah. It, I mean, it, listen. I mean, I mean, listen, this is, this is, this is, it's like a, everything, everything surrounding it, it's like a juicy flaming yawn. And then Gray and Adira are like the side dishes. They're like mushrooms and potato and mashed potatoes. Ah, the mushrooms and potatoes aren't that good as, as, as the steak. Right. So to me, I mean, listen, I don't care whatever, but I know there's certain people be like, they're, they're cramming this woke shit down my throat. It's like okay, it's it goes with all TV and he's got things. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's just that's just twenty. That's just life here in this time now. Is yeah, you know you're gonna you're gonna have stuff that you're not gonna like, and people are gonna push their agenda on you. The question becomes, you know, just ignore it. Yeah, just watch and enjoy what it is. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guarantee people who love this Yellowstone show, they, I'm sure, there's an agenda pushing on that aspect of it as well. Yeah, you know, I mean, I haven't seen the show personally, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm here. I hear it's really good. People really like it. Um, I've had people tell me that I have kind of a rip, you know, kind of look to them, which apparently that's a good thing. I don't know. Apparently, that's dude who uh, is a badass. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll take it. I ain't mad at it. But you know. there's an agenda on that show. You yeah. know, I mean, there's every show has an agenda now. There's, exactly. It's why it's a, called programming. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we, we in turn have to just go, okay, can I ignore the programming to watch what I like to watch? Yeah. And, and, and really, um, am I going to let programming keep me from watching things like Star Trek, which I enjoy? Um, no, because I can cut through the bullshit mm-hmm. and, um, which, uh, I don't know if you've listened to Brad Shepard and Red Rob on the um, Brad Shepard Unleashed on the Hummy Media Group channel. I have it. No, I have uh, it. Yeah. It's pretty good. I like him. He he doesn't he doesn't fuck around. He's you know he's like wrestling reporter, but doesn't you know deal with all the bullshit and everything. Mm-hmm. He has sources, and he won't reveal his sources. And people are like, just reveal your sources. Like, no, because that's not what you do in journalism. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a journalist, you have your sources and you protect them. That's how journalism works. You yeah. know, and. Um, it doesn't put up with bullshit, and so, um, so I called him just to say, "Hey, appreciate you know being a part of the Hami Media Group, and you know because they have where you can leave a voicemail." Oh, really? So, yeah. So I called in and left a voicemail saying, "Appreciate you know Rob and and you Brad being on the Hami Media Group channel. Um, it's great to hear you know just honest opinions, and you know that the fact that you don't hold back and that you have you know journalistic integrity, you have your sources, you don't release mm-hmm. them, you follow the what you do." I said. Uh, having a degree in broadcasting, people don't understand that that's one of the things you're taught is you have a source, you, you maintain your integrity and you don't reveal it no matter what. Yeah. And, and um, I said, sadly, people don't understand integrity and stuff like that. And so I, but I forgot to give my name. And so uh, Rob was like, Boss yeah, spa. Yeah, I totally bought some, but Rob came in and saved the day. Cause he's like, I think that was John Enright of ours, you know, smack, you know, how many media group, you know, smack attack show and, and the, the you know the, the academy podcast and the you know uh and he's like i'm not sure but i think this was so then i, I tweeted at him so yeah that was me and he was and and rob but rob said like you know yeah if if that's john he says i like john because he cuts through all the bullshit he doesn't care about you know but he can see through the bullshit and just sees what kind of goes on which is i mean kind of how i am i don't want to you know 
I'm not. I'm not gonna let other people determine what yeah. I see, you know view. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, if you're if you're gonna give me bullshit, I'm gonna say no, thank you. We're gonna exactly, move on. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna give me truth, I'm gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. And you know, well, and if I don't like it, I'll discuss it. And at the end of the day, if we still are in disagreement, cool. I'll shake your hand. You shake mine, and we'll just kind of believe to do different exactly. Things. Yeah. But exactly. if not, if you're gonna give me bullshit, I'm not gonna waste my time with you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have other things to do than listen to bullshit and deal with people who have fucked up points of view that have no basis on truth or reality. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I, that's how I am. You know, and, and that's. But I'm I, I'm going to be kind to you. I'm not I'm not going to treat you like shit. Mm-hmm. But understand that at the same time, don't mistake my kindness for weakness because exactly. I will. You know, I will fuck you up if I need to, uh, mm-hmm. verbally or in intellectually. Um, you know, physically, I can just you know look at you, and I understand I can be a mean son of a bitch if I want to. But you know, <laughs> when it comes to stuff like you know, just talking about things in general, mm-hmm. if you're going to continue to be that way, then you know, I will take the opportunity to fuck you up verbally in it <laughs> because you know yeah. I have a I have a decent idea of how to speak and how to how to you know think critically, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is so funny because like my child, he's he just turned sixteen. A couple of weeks ago, and you know he he likes to talk and thinks he's philosophical and argue and stuff well, yeah, like it's, that. It's at sixteen. You think you're philosophical? You think and you know, you know everything. everything? Yeah, and so man, you don't know fucking shit. Okay. Oh, I know. You know, so we had we had a discussion. Like, about I was something. like, I got underwear old. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. And so like we were having a discussion about something. I don't even remember what it was, but he was trying to be philosophical about it, and I just tore his shit up. And I mean, just <laughs> just smack like you know, like the Kimbe Mutombo just smacking it back into the second row. Just fuck that no, shit no, up. No, 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 no. Yeah, you do not bring that shit around here. And he was just like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "So you know?" And then, uh, I think part of it was because I'm getting back into school. He's going. He, he's not being homeschooled anymore. Um, I, he's starting in the in the spring. He's going to be here in Weatherford High School, That's and good. and working on getting him there, and then. You know, hopefully he can do things like, you know, maybe join the paint team or, you know, find some things that he's interested in. I know he likes welding and he likes shop class and things along those lines. Put him, listen, put him, put him towards a trade. He yeah. will make money off the ass. That's what I wanted to do. I, I, I told him, I don't care what you do. I said, I think it would be great if he learned to trade. Yeah. I think, you know, because he likes, he likes working with my father-in-law at his wood shop. He likes, you know, my father-in-law taught him a little bit about welding. He likes that kind of stuff. He likes creating things with his hands. Like for yeah. a while, he would go over there quite often, and him and my father, he would make swords out of wood, you know, because his my father in law has taught him how to use, you know, uh, you know, the jigsaw and how to use a router and how to use different things. Oh my god! And he he's become making... a carpenter. He can. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, here, here, if he's if you're a union carpenter here in New York, it's like fifty dollars an hour. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Jesus and, you, and you're working for the union, so you get benefits, you get everything. Yeah. And you're and you're always guaranteed work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think you know, I told him, hey, because he's talked about doing oh, hold on, school. wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. So electricians, $75 an hour for electricians. <laughs> and then and then on top of it, here's the thing. You want you want to become an auto mechanic. Guess what? Spend the what the 20, 25 grand to go to WildTech. Learn to work on Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Porsches and Mercedes. You'll make some real fucking money then. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So because and I... and 
and you have the knowledge of how to work on those cars. Mm -hmm. So that means you can buy one that's wrecked, or you can buy like you can buy like an older Ferrari, right? And you can work on it. Yeah. Or you can buy an older one again. You can work on it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about the cost of even even like Porsches, like legit. If somebody was to open up, like even around here, because to work on Porsches. A lot of people in this area, they in such area, they do own Porsches. Porsches, hmm. they like. There's like two places that you go to, hmm. Burdick, which is the dealership. There's a guy up in uh, Vienna, um, Bill Mitchell, who, when it comes to working on older Porsches, in older Volkswagens, he's the best mechanic ever. But the issue hmm. with Billy is, he's a he's a freaking squirrel. You hmm. you you can't tell whether you know whether or not he's 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 gonna be there or, or or not be there someone's open up a a nice clean like four stall garage where you work on old porsches and volkswagens mm-hmm. oh my and audis oh my god he, yeah easily easily clearing you know with you and two other mechanics easily clearing 1.2 to 2.5 million dollars easily yeah yeah. Because you'll have work all the time. Yeah. And, that, and then on top of it, buy, go to the auction, buy Audis, buy buy Porsches, and, and sell them outright. Yeah. And you and, and then you you have one bay review performance work. Trust me, you'll you'll fucking kill it. I oh mean, yeah. And, and that's and that's, but 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 that takes somebody with hustle, mm-hmm. and you know, and with a good business sense and a good business mind to do it. Yeah, and that's what's lacking nowadays because kids are being pushed towards that. Kids are being, oh, you know, you need to go to college and get a degree and and this and that, and it's like you're a quarter million dollars in debt and no fucking job, and you're mm-hmm. serving tables. Right. Exactly. When yeah. you could have gone to school, become an electrician. Hmm have literally no bills have they literally have no loans or anything else and making 75 to 125 thousand dollars a year right it's like after two years or going to become a lineman paying 15 or 20 grand to become a lineman then making over 125 grand a year mm-hmm. yeah or or hell or even driving truck yeah a, a buddy of mine was clearing 125 grand a year driving a pickup truck I told that I told to my girlfriend. She goes, I. She goes, he's making double what I'm making right now. Hmm. I'm like, yeah. And he paid 15 grand for like the uh, for the to learn how to drive trucks. Hmm. Wow. I, you know, it's. I mean, I, I it's it's like you know, and 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 these are the guys that are. And these and these are the guys that parents tell their kids, "Oh, don't be like that guy right there." Well, that guy has no debt, is making over one hundred twenty-five grand a year, and he may be driving, he may be driving a beat-up truck, mm. but but in his but but in his garage is like a is, is like one hundred twenty-five thousand dollar Corvette or one hundred twenty-five thousand dollar muscle car in his garage, and he lives in a nice house. Yeah. So, and he has no debt. Mm-hmm. So, so tell me again. So tell me again how he's the loser. You know, and that's why I tell people. Even even when people look at city workers, now yeah. mind you, 
here in Rome, you know, they're they're not the not the sharpest knives in in, in the drawer, but the benefits mm-hmm. and the pay. You'll make seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year working for the city. You'll have all your health care paid off. And what do you do? Get behind a truck, you plow the roads, you pick up the garbage, you patch roads, you water plants, you mow grass. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it sucks, but you're making money. You're making money. I mean, listen, I mean, I could have, I had back when I was 19, 20 years old, I had guys in the Rome police force. They were, they were begging me, Dimitri, you know, you should, you should become a Rome cop. I was actually thinking about it. Mm. You know, and then I was like, well, if, if I would have done that, I could have had 18 years in by now. Mm-hmm. And I, I could have said, fuck, I said, I'm done. I'm retired. Or right. I could have said, you know, last two more years, get my 20 years in, retire at 40, have health care, have a pension, which would probably be like 50 or 60,000, like almost no, $70,000 a year pension. Right. And then on top of it, still have the business. Mm-hmm. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, bro. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, or back, or, or back when the economy tanked, I should have bought a hundred grand worth of Apple stock at seventy dollars a share. There you go. Oh god! Or Microsoft stock at fifteen dollars a share. Oh my god! Oh lord! Oh well. But, but as we dwell on the past and kick yeah. ourselves in the fucking nuts for the decisions we should have made. But John, that's, we, that's where we go. That's why we have the future. And I mean, that's, that's the cool part. Really... There's automotive tech. There's all these, like, this is one thing I do like about Weatherford High School is that there's a lot of emphasis on trades. There, there's shop classes. There's welding classes. There's automotive tech. There's a lot of trade things that can go on, and then he can go from where, wherever he wants there. So I'm looking forward to seeing what is going to happen for him in the future here, mm-hmm. especially going to school and being involved with other people and, and, and such like that. So um, it's, a, it's a good thing for me. I think, you know, we've given them a glimpse of discovery. If you're not watching discovery, we didn't tell you the whole thing, but no. we give you a good idea of a summary of what has Go been going watch on this it. season. Go, Go watch, watch it. Grains. Yeah. Stop relying on us to tell you what's going on. Like some of you guys do who listen to the smack attack. You don't watch SmackDown. I don't blame you. It sucked balls. This I wouldn't. Week, I wouldn't watch either. I'll just yeah. Smack attack. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, other than that, you know, you don't. You're not going to use us for your discovery uh, finding outs. Now, Strange New Worlds comes out. We might have to talk about that one, especially if the first season. We might yeah. have to go episode by episode on that one. But um, I think you know we've given them a ton here. It's an, oh god, yeah, we have. It's an hour forty three. Um, we've had a good time. It's been we great have had a good time with you. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, just, and I, and you know, and the thing about you know, we just kind of we bullshitted. Yeah. And you know, we we still talked about Star Trek, but we mm-hmm. we touched on history. We touched a little bit on politics. Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously, people know that you and me, we cut through the bullshit. We don't take the bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, you know, this is this is bullshit free zone here at the academy okay? exactly yeah That's bring your, take your bullshit elsewhere like to the take NFL or something just, i don't know get it out of here we don't we don't want it we don't want it so. <laughs> make like a tree and get out of here as biff would say it's like make yeah. like a tree and leave you moron <laughs> yeah. it's leave, leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's uh, so it's still one of the best movies ever oh yeah it's great. oh lord oh it's great so um, all right i guess i guess we need to wrap it up uh yeah so we'll do we want to wrap man. it up with you want me to tell people where to find this other? Do you want you to tell people where to find you? How do you want to do it? Listen, you can find me, Demetrius Rose, on Facebook, on Twitter, and Instagram. 
Dippadorehouse.com, Dippadore and CNY, and all the social media handles, ZerdosOliveOil.com. Uh, I I didn't I really didn't get any um, orders in for Christmas, which mm. I mean I'm not complaining because I've been so busy at the store lately. I've been so I've been so shorthanded. So, mm. but uh, Michael Jargo did reach out to me. Did say that his wife loves using the olive oil. So hey. shout out to Jargo. You know, maybe one of these days I might go on with Jargo. He might talk Japanese. Uh, yeah, know, you you need to go on and talk start yeah. stardom with him. I think he would love. Yeah. That. I'll talk stardom, plus I'll talk Sendai because one of like one of my favorite like Japanese wrestlers. She's not even Japanese, actually. She's Bosnian. Mm. Is uh, Alex Lee, mm. the queen, the queen of strong style. Mm. Hearing hearing her story, how she got out of Bosnia. I mean, it's incredible, mm. and how she really never got a shot. I mean, she I think she did get a shot at WWE, but she just Australian got a shot at um, AEW. Is just it's criminal. I mean, it's 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 gotta be political because, you know, I mean, she's had some she's had some great matches and she's wrestled the best in Japan, mm. and she, I mean, and she wrestled in Stardom for a while too. So, that's the thing with Stardom. I mean, our 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 American versus not traveling to like Japan right now. Uh, it not really. Um, so the way the way New Japan has been working in any way. Has been if you're there, you're there. Some people have been there, and then they've they've really focused on um, New Japan America. Okay. So like now the the other way around. So like Suzuki came over here for a month, um, and mm-hmm. like he, he he wrestled like so uh, he wrestled in AEW and uh, Impact. Right. So but he also did New Japan. So like I went. Yeah. There was a show in Dallas, and you know I went. Um, me and Jacob went. Um, where I think it was the end of October. I think it was in there. We went mm-hmm. and um, it was, and we made signs and we held up a sign. You know, I had Jacob hold the sign because I was not that brave. Uh, where it said, <laughs> it said Murder Hawk plus Murder Grandpa equals Suzuki Goon, and we had their pictures and everything. Nice. And so, um, and Lance was, and of course, Lance had kind of told us what was going on, and yeah, you know, we did some stuff. And he says, Yeah, this is Suzuki's vacation, he's just over here wrestling in America for vacation. For the fun of it, I mean, I mean, obviously he's getting paid, but like, yeah, you know, but like, still, that was his fucking vacation. How crazy is that dude at fifty something, sixty something years old wrestling? I'm gonna take a vacation. I'm gonna wrestle in America for a month and a half. Guys you know? like that, like guys like that, they're still working at that age, or still are doing, being active. That's the reason why they're gonna live to like 100 and 101 oh, yeah. years old. Yeah, plain and simple because they're keeping their mind and their bodies active. So. Yeah. And I mean, sharp as attack. And I mean, it was just fun to watch, you know, see him live. And I mean, the, there was there was a moment where um, he's live, you know, so we're live, and it's they're filming for New Japan Strong their their show. And Chris Dickinson wants to fight him in Philadelphia. He's like, you came out and you fought, da, 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 but you haven't fought me. So I've been who's in Chris Dickinson? He was a dirty, dirty Dickinson. He's a, he's a guy that they've built up on New Japan Strong. He's an American is he, wrestler. What is he? Is he a hundred and fifty pound vanilla midget? No, he's probably well. He's probably closer to two hundred and probably two fifteen, but still a vanilla midget. He's about my height. They're a little bit shorter, but two fifteen. Um, but. Uh, he Suzuki he, would kill him anyways. Well, yeah, I think he did in Philly. Um, but the only the, the only the only person that Suzuki can't kill is Hamid. <laughs> We've had that discussion, I know. <laughs> but like Suzuki, so he comes out and he challenges Suzuki. He goes and he Suzuki quiets everybody down. He gets the microphones. I speak little English, but 
Fuck you. <laughs> Dude, the whole crowd yes. popped. Dude, yes. we lost it. Uh, You're like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, because I speak little English, but fuck you. Oh, and I just, love it. Oh, dude, I got a picture oh, of him pointing great. at it, and it was oh, just great. like me and Jacob lost it. Everybody oh, lost I it. I would have popped. I would have popped huge. It was it was so huge. And then, like, he looks to Lance, like I say that right. He's like, "Yeah, you said it perfect." You know, oh, like, I, I, I would have popped so huge for that. Yo, dude, it was so great. It was. I so love, great. Listen, I love I love hearing people like in German and Japanese accents dropping bombs. Oh, yeah. oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm like the I'm watching on Netflix. It's the uh, F1, you know, drive to right. survive. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And the team captain and the, and the, and the, the captain, the principal for, for, for like Team Haas. Right. Um, Gunter Solen, oh, my God. He, he's always like, fuck me, fuck this, okay? What the fuck's all these fucking qu- – oh, I'm like, this guy is the fucking man. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. That, you know what? Backstabbing, like, BS stuff. Yeah, like that because there's some real throw cutting in in F1, especially amongst oh, yeah. the drivers. Big time throw cutting. Oh, it's yeah. like it, it's like pro wrestling. It, it it's literally like 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 pro wrestling. Oh yeah, it is all the nasty. teammates will like fuck each other over. It, it, is, you know, nasty. It's, it is nasty. It is nasty. But then, but then, but then, if you look at the teams that are successful, are the teams that don't cut each other's throats, like yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, the reason why the motherfucker won five. World championships is because him and his teammate got along and they yeah. worked together for the team, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, but yeah, it, uh, I mean, uh, it, it's it's one of those things where you know, I mean, I think you know, like to have, but you you obviously have to have some you have so much passion for the sport too. Yeah, if you're gonna take your vacation and wrestle and and you know. Come just, in and to do that, you he know just I mean? loves doing it, and he, he and loves he, doing and he, it. And he probably wanted, he probably hasn't done really a tour of America, right? And he figures, you know what? Hey, <coughs> we got AW, we got Impact, we got eh, whatever. He, went, why not? he did GCW, he did a he, he did like these like random independent shows, he did, like really, yeah. He was he going like GCW, he did GCW, he did like a random show up in Seattle. Hey, just, just a question Hurricane Pro is that in Texas or is that in Florida? Uh, if it's in Texas, it's probably like down near Houston. I don't know. I haven't heard of it because I know uh, this Hurricane Pro man. They always have like when it comes to the female matches, they always book like the top female talent. Hmm. You know, it's like they they have my girl Lady Frost on. She is yeah, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah, she's 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 and yeah, Southeast how, Texas. So that's like Houston area, Beaumont. Houston. That's that's a uh, hurricane. Yeah, that's Hurricane Pro. That's Hurricane Beaumont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, man. Texas got all the good independent mm-hmm. promotions. Though. Yeah. So yeah. So her husband Victor Benjamin, he he wrestled there, and of course he wrestled here at Pele Pro when they came to town. Um, mm-hmm. And so like it's very interesting. My ex is in Pennsylvania, yeah. and I gave them the heads up. She was like, she's she doesn't have friends, so mm-hmm. I told the I told her about them, and then I gave them the heads up. Hey, look, my ex, she's in the area. She's looking for friends, so she contacts you. You know, you don't feel obligated to do it, but if you want to, you know, yeah, no, like, yeah, no, they you know, reach out. That'll be fine. You know, no big no, deal. Super no, nice. They're, they're yeah, super no. nice Victor, couple. He is. Oh my god! When they when when they came to wrestle for 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 Mortal, mm-hmm. and I have the donuts out there, and they're just like they pound out donuts, but they were the two nicest people on the oh, face yeah. of the earth. And then 
if you look at them, you just look at them like, how are these two not signed? Right. Well, you see, they, Lady Frost just signed with Impact. She's now with Impact. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, she should. I mean, she should be. I mean, I agree, but it's a step. It's a, it's a, it's a foot it's the a door step. to make. Yeah, no, you know, she, she should be with Impact. She should no. be further. I think she should be with AEW WWE. She's she she should be headlining AEW. Yeah, this whole winner is coming thing. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. But Makes she sense. signed. She signed with Impact. So cool, you know. I mean, I'm happy for her. And now yeah. we need to get Victor signed somewhere. But like Victor, when he came down, and you know, like you know, because you know, we him and I have been talking about Bucky's, and you know, I was like, okay, if you come, I'm gonna take you. He's like, okay. So like when we met in person for real, he was like. Like, are you for real talking? Like, you're going to take me? I was like, fuck yeah, I said it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking blowing smoke up your ass. If you yeah. want to go, we'll go. He goes, okay, well, um, well, let me see what the boys do after the show. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, after the show, they go do things. I was like, oh, that's cool. I said, if we're going to go, we're going to go. And if you need to do stuff with the boys, go do that. You know, it's yeah. not a big deal. And so he comes back and he goes, we're fucking going to Bucky's. I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah, dude. So like we That's grabbed awesome, his stuff. We great. threw it in the back of the car. We grabbed his luggage and everything. And then we ran up about 40 minutes to where the closest Bucky's was. And he was, and he was like, holy shit, this is like better than I ever imagined. You know, who was he riding out there or, or was he staying in a hotel? He was in a hotel. And so, hotel, okay. yeah. And so I took him to his hotel after. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tweet him on Facebook like I like I heard my uh, my uh, Star Trek Academy podcast was so took you out the Bucky's. Yeah, no, he's we still talk about it. That's he's, awesome, I, man. I still give him a hard good. time about it. And so next uh, time, the next time you tweet, I'll be like, listen, you remember you remember those donuts that you had in uh, oh, what the hell was it? I think it was in uh, Schenectady uh, Dippin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, I, I think he might remember. If you say Immortal Championship Wrestling, he'll know. He'll he'll get it. Yeah, yeah he'll get it. Yeah, he's good stuff. Oh, so I guess I should tell people where I'm at on the internet because I think it was yeah, we try, that's what My we were God. trying to do. Yeah, and then we and then we got <laughs> off on a tangent. Uh, Fuck it, man. This is this is a tangent show. It's a tangent this show. Is, this is the potpourri show. Oh, if you want oh to find my me, God! If let me tell you something. If you like, dude, this show has to go into the fucking garbage can. <laughs> Oh, I gave James a heads up that we were recording, and I said, "I don't know what it's going to be like. It's probably going to be all over the place." He goes, "All right, man, whatever. I'll get it out there for you." James is going to love it. No, he's it's hilarious. So, uh, all right, how do you find me on the internet? Well, if you go to TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, you can find me as Jay Reasyman, and we can talk, and you can see all that kind of fun stuff. Um, uh, If you want to find me on Facebook, it's John Enright, and you know, look for Weatherford, Texas. Uh, all as always, I work for a uh, nonprofit here, helping victims of sexual assault, domestic violence, and helping teens in Parker County make good choices. Uh, you can always check that out at freedomhousepc.org. That's our main website. You can donate there. You can um, see everything that we're doing and find out all the events and things that we have going on. Um, and or if you have questions and want to know more about domestic violence, sexual assault, or how maybe we can you know, help you find something in your area. If you aren't in the rural Texas area and you're somewhere else in the country, you know, you can always email me, John at P, uh, freedomhousepc.org. And we can talk about how we can help you and figure out what it is you need and find those resources that you need to get you either on a good mental health and healing journey, or just find some resources for you to help um, support your community, uh, whatever that might be. Um, those are the places you can find me. Um, and, uh, if not, then fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. To quote the great Minoru Suzuki, if not, oh, fuck that, you. That's great. Uh, so, oh, my God. Yeah. So, and, of course, you know, you can always, uh, I, I know you can find us 
online. Um, you can at the at the academy on Twitter, Facebook. You type in at academy, you're going to find us, and and you'll find us on those. You can also we have a leaf on the Discord channel. Um, you can always find us on the HMG Media Group, and of course, just go there for. You can always go to the Academy Facebook page for fun memes that we put out or mm. random videos of Star Trek things. Along there's there's going to be massive. Garon means we're gonna be posted on there. Yeah, massive. because because Garon has become he's over. He is Garon is like over like fucking Hogan in eighty five. Mm-hmm. He yep. is way over. Yeah. Yes, and and also uh, Triple D, you might be getting something in the mail. I'm just saying. Oh come on, man! I might have found something and got. Damn I it! I okay. found something, and I oh, you should be spending your money. No, uh, it, it's not that big a deal. It, 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 let's put it this way: it wasn't ornament level expensive. It was, yeah, it was something that I thought was affordable, it still cool. And it doesn't matter. Out. Whatever, whatever you're gonna send me, I'm gonna appreciate it. I'm gonna yeah. love it, man. So, so I got you. it. I found something. It'll be in the mail. And, um, it'll probably I'll put it in the mail this week. So, thank you. Uh, yeah. You. So, I'll, you'll have to uh, when you get it. Just you know, you'll see what it is and why I got it. So, oh yeah, I'm probably I'm probably I'm probably gonna get a giant kick out of it. I'm probably gonna pop yeah. huge for it. Oh yeah, Can't you will. Worry. Trust me, you will. So. Oh sure, you know me. I always I, I love. I just, I just fucking, I, I, I pop huge almost everything now. So. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I saw it. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm getting that." And I'm listening to Trilogy. <laughs> I was like, "Here That's we go." Awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah. So I'm putting that in the mail this week, and uh, like so it. just keep an eye out for it. And we're gonna, we're, nice. we'll, we, we can even, you can even tell everybody the next time we record what it was. So definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So how about you end up with uh, telling us about? Uh, the last of the things that we normally are, are plugs and things that we need to get out the way. So give us, give us like a. All uh, right, you smooth brain idiots. Okay. You have stayed here with us for an hour and 58 minutes. God, you must have really had nothing to do for an hour and 58 minutes. But no, but guys, thank you for listening, guys. We appreciate it. We absolutely love you guys to death. We know we just like to joke around with you and stuff. But uh, I'm so glad you're back here recording with John. It's been too long, buddy. Obviously, you know, I've dealt with some personal shit in my life, which hopefully is coming to a fucking end pretty pretty soon. And uh, dealing with that and then being sick for... But now we're back. We're going to be on a normal schedule two weeks from today. Or maybe, hell, you never know. Maybe a week from today. Who the fuck knows? You know, whenever we feel like fucking recording, where it's a week or two weeks, we're going to do it. Because we can do whatever the fuck we want. want. Because we're the Academy Star Trek podcast. And guess what? We have the best sci-fi there is. Fuck Star Wars. Fuck the Romulans. And guys, remember, come on back a week, two weeks from now, when we're going to talk more Discovery, talk more Star Trek, and probably go on more tangents than, you know, than (laughs) Warp talking about Klingons. So... John, my friend, live long and prosper, my friend. You too, my friend. To everyone out there listening to this, if this is being recorded before Christmas, Merry Christmas. May you have a, a safe and happy new year. Mm. Don't get too bond. Don't drink and drive. You don't do anything too fucking stupid, okay? All right, John, guys, good night, and we'll see you on the next broadcast.
It's the holidays. You don't want to talk to your family. You don't want to watch those same old boring movies you've seen a thousand times before. Get yourself the hottest gift for the holidays, a subscription to Hami Media Group at channelattitude.com. Get all your favorite HMG review shows, locker room news, and independent creator content you really want to hear. Subscribe today at channelattitude.com and give yourself the gift you really wanted for the holidays from your friends at Hameen Media Group.